Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Another big fake radio show. Joining me as always, new Larry. Come and Jake. I'm here, and I have used my superpowers to look into the future of tonight's show. Uh, and it's illegal for me to tell you this, but I'll tell you anyway. It's going to suck. <laughs> I, I guess that's a, a play on a quote from the movie we're watching. I don't know. It's, it's all similar. <laughs> yeah. In there. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much quote-worthy stuff here. But... No, there really wasn't. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, tonight we're, we're uh, watching a movie called Star Crash from 1979. It's a ripoff of Star Wars, and it features one David Hasselhoff. And with the, yeah. the star here is Caroline Monroe. That's the star. Oh, we'll man. Talk about later. It really is. But also on the line with us is my personal attorney, Tuffy. Yeah, every time I go into hyperspace, I get nervous. So this was a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> Special effects in this movie. There's no resemblance to Star Wars at all. None. <laughs> Sorry, right, we'll talk Star Crash. That's one thing for the big show. Now, we were originally supposed to have a guest this evening. Um, our buddy Scott Baker, his sister-in-law, uh, uh, Dawson Jury, who was going to be a contestant on Big Brother Canada until she decided not to do it. She was going to come on and tell us all about the uh, experience. But sadly, her work schedule got changed, so she had to work tonight. So... Dang. Out. But we're going to reschedule. We'll work it out. I'm a little concerned, though, because here's the problem with booking guests when you do a show Friday nights at 9. It's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. <laughs> yeah. So we might... A lot of people have lives. Yeah, a lot of our... That's why we tend to have the same guests over and over, because we, we hang out with a small group of shut-ins, and they don't do anything. <laughs> but when you try to branch out into people who have lives, uh, particularly someone younger, because I'm guessing she's probably in her 20s, if I had to guess, yeah, because if she's going to be on Big Brother. So a younger person with a life, <laughs> it's tough to book them Friday nights at night. So I don't know. We might have to uh, – maybe we'll have to schedule it, like record it some other time and then just play it on the show. Yeah. Or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll do that. But um, maybe next week she'll be here. I don't know. Oh, of course, next week, uh, WrestleMania weekend. So we'll have to do oh. wrestling-related things. I almost picked the movie Body Slam for tonight, but I figured that would be one week too early for WrestleMania. So, Jank, it's on you to pick Body Slam. If you, <laughs> if you're worried. But, uh, it stars. Uh, I only pick Body Slam if I get you know heaps of bribes. Who was that? <laughs> Make sure you're being generous with those bribes. Who was face on the A team? Dirk Benedict, right? That was his name. Dirk Benedict. Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. He's in Body Slam. And it features a bunch of other uh, professional wrestlers and whatnot. So I think the Tonga Kid is featured prominently. <laughs> Remember the Tonga Kid? Um, so, yeah, we could check that out. It's about a rock and roll a record producer who becomes a like a wrestling pro, man- uh, pro wrestling manager, I think. That's how that works out. <laughs> I think that's the premise. Oh, Tanya Roberts. 
<laughs> oh, hey now. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, otherwise, uh, for this here show uh, tonight, I uh, I was going to put together, because of all that Sean Watson stuff in the news, I was going to put together that list of uh, NFL players who are murderers or rapists or whatever, put together that list. <laughs> yeah. I was like, That's a little Got depressing. Got with the law. I started putting that list together, and I was like, started doing the research. I'm like, this is just sad. I don't want to do this. So, <laughs> I scrapped that. So uh, I enjoyed last week's Top 11 so much, the uh, obscure 80 Saturday morning cartoons shows. So this week, obscure cartoons from the 1970s. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the 1970s. With sound clips and everything. So... He got that oh, in the whole I knew story. one of the shows last week. Probably going to get zero yeah. this week, I would guess. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. But then, Jack, right before the show, you said you put together a top 11? <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of ideas, and I had a couple that were going to require clips and stuff. And I'm like, I don't have time to do this. But I yeah. threw together a really quick one on <laughs> uh, the time I had after watching the movie. Um, so, it, it's about... Uh, in light of the news that they're making those new Alexa Bliss Funkos that I've been railing on, I'm going to rail about some other Funkos <laughs> I wish that they would make. And oh, all right. That'll be good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, yeah. I can also give you a, a gambling update, I guess, uh, at the top of the show here. Oh, by the way, remember I said I broke my foot last week? I thought I broke my toe? Yeah. Well, my toe still yeah. hurts. All right. So I don't know. I think it's a sprain. I don't think it's like the toe sprain or something. It was doing all, it was doing okay yesterday, and then it's starting to hurt again today. But uh, I think I figured mm-hmm. out how I did it because <clears throat> the other day I was putting my uh, putting on my pajama pants as I like to do when I dress for the day because uh, you know I'm like Hugh Hefner, just wear the pajama pants. And I noticed <laughs> that my toe got stuck in the uh, the like the, the hem or the bottom of the pants there, yeah. But instead of like you know adjusting my foot, I just yanked the pants on anyway, and then my toe got yanked back Ooh. real bad. I'm like, oh, that's probably how I broke my toe. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's how I did it. You broke Putting your on toe pants. on your pajamas. <laughs> that's wow. what happens when you quit wearing khakis. You break your yeah. toe on your pajama pants. God's <laughs> cursing you for being lazy. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. i got to come up with a better story than that, though. Like, you know, yeah. Or something. You're like... Yeah, there's like a pack of wolves trying to eat a baby, and you jumped in and defended it with kicks. <laughs> I broke my toe pulling on my pajama pants. All right, whatever. <laughs> that's as bad as when I twisted my ankle in college because I was like on the top bunk, and like I started yelling at the screen because we were watching Phantom Menace, and I was like getting really in, in, like animated it into it and shaking my fist over the rail and shit, and ended up falling off. <laughs> <laughs> the top bunk and like kind of landed weird, twisted my ankle. Seems <laughs> about right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, real quick, a gambling update. I uh, I did win last week with the Aussie football. So if you bet with the Aussie football, Ooh, with you last yeah. I win a lot of those stupid bets I make every week. Yeah, you know what I don't win on? Uh, hockey. Apparently, I lost a lot of money on hockey this week. <laughs> <laughs> really, the San Jose Sharks scored two third-period goals, ten seconds apart, to beat the Calgary Flames in Calgary. Really, really? Uh, so that hurt me. Uh, yeah, I lost more money in college basketball. It wasn't good, so I was losing money on the gambling. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to the old uh, slots, you know, and win it back. Cause that's what I do. 
Oh, I no. <laughs> so, I don't like where this is going already. So the, one, the one slot game I play is called Jackhammer. I remember it's like that old cartoon, like comic strip thing. It's really cool. And I like it a lot. But I tend to like uh, win 30, lose 20, win 20, lose 30. You know, just go back and forth. So I, I wager I wager a bunch on these slot machines. But I, it's always swinging back and forth, you know, within 20 bucks. You know, just the way it goes. But this time, I, you, get, you have to get five of these symbols to get uh, 10 free spins, all right? So here this time, uh, I get eight of those symbols at uh, one time. So I get 25 free spins. Like, what the fuck? 25 free spins? I've never – that's crazy. I'm going to win a shit ton of money. 25 free spins? Wow. I want a dollar sixty. A $1.60. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now keep in mind, usually it's like buying if, fifty dollars worth of scratch offs, and then you won like one free ticket. <laughs> but like, <laughs> usually when you get ten free spins, um, like I've gotten fifteen free spins and twenty free spins before, but never twenty five. So I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. But like on average, if you get ten free spins, like the lowest you get is like three dollars and something maybe. But you've, I've also won over twenty something. So I'm like, but twenty five, I should get twenty dollars at least. This will be nice. So a twenty dollar win, a dollar sixty. So I, I, I was irate. All right, so I just started. I just started betting angry. You know, we're not even betting. Just playing oh no, angry. <laughs> so I just didn't even care if I won. Yeah, yeah come on. That's not like I just got in a spin it, and I, yeah. I, thought, I just kept on going. So yeah, it didn't work out. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to uh, my old buddy, Mad Mad Monkey. Here I go, Mad Mad Monkey. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Because I stay monkey away from Mad Mad Monkey. Diseases. Because uh, that jackhammer, I play that for 25 cents a spin. Mad Mad Monkey really got to play 50 cents a spin. So I tend to avoid that one. But I'm like, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going with Mad Mad Monkey. So uh, I go to Mad Mad Monkey, and uh, I'm losing all my money. And I'm about done, and I'm hoping I'm just losing my money because I just want to lose all my money. <laughs> just so I quit playing fucking slots all day. <laughs> but instead, I hit, I hit a Mad Mad Monkey for like $23. I'm like, oh, all right. That's pretty nice. Wow. So I guess I'll keep playing Mad Mad Monkey. So I keep playing Mad Mad Monkey. That's how they keep you hooked. <laughs> and I get the bonus spins on Mad Mad Monkey. So uh, 10 free bonus spins. And on Mad Mad Monkey, anything you win in the bonus spins, it's tripled. Like Jack Hammer doesn't do that. But this, So that's nice. So I'm like, holy fuck, Mad Mad Monkey, bonus spins, yeah. 10 free spins. This is going to be great. I won nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> All right? What's three times oh. nothing? <laughs> now to Mad Bad Monkey's credit, when you get the when you get the uh, free spins, you get you need three of them. When they pop up, you win two dollars. So technically, I guess they won two dollars. But in the bonus spins, I got nothing. Jack shit in the bonus spins. So uh, I was very angry. So I, I go, all right, Mad Monkey, fuck it, I'm just playing again. So a couple more spins. Here I hit the bonus spins again. Ten more bonus spins. Oh, Surely, mm-hmm. after 25 spins on Jack Hammer is nothing, 10 bonus spins on Mad Mad Monkey is nothing. Surely this time, big money. I won nothing. Zero. <laughs> not even one <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> nothing. Oh. So, yeah, I just, uh, I just was betting angry until I uh, – tapped out my account so yeah i got no money left in the account although i think uh i have a a one i I bet a college basketball parlay last week and i wasn't paying attention 
and the one game wasn't until tonight. Like uh, one of them sweet oh. 16 games or whatever. Like I guess mm-hmm. they whatever. So I have Providence yeah, plus features. 12. Yeah, Providence plus 12. So if that comes in, I'm going to win like 10 or 12 bucks or something. So then I'll go right to Mad <laughs> Mad Monkey. <laughs> the cycle starts again. <laughs> We're only down four with eight minutes to play right now, so you're looking yeah, okay. Yeah, you think that would be good? You think that would be good? But in college basketball, I found out the hard way that uh, – well, not even the hard way. I <laughs> I kind of survived this. But uh, that really doesn't mean nothing at all because the the scores can swing so dramatically in college basketball. It's insane. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, so fuck <laughs> it. Um, but I'm taking a break from the gambling. Because so, it's just – I was just getting burned out, man. <laughs> Burned out. I was getting so You're like Norm McDonald. You're going to lose everything you have three times. Yeah, I'm like, well, I bet I, I've lost probably about 150 bucks all told over the three months I've been doing this, probably. <laughs> but if uh, if you count the amount of money I've wagered, it's probably hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> because I'm always like winning and losing and winning and losing. But uh, yeah, so um, you just got to realize that those uh, those slots are. Programmed by Scopely, so it's the odds yeah, are not the in thing. your favor. No, Every time if it I was Scopely, mad, he would have lost a lot more than one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. by now. That's what I mean. Every time I get upset about the money I'm losing on that, I'm like, well, I don't spend money on Scopely anymore, so it probably I'm still ahead, probably overall. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way. Um, so I don't know. Plus, I'll once, probably... uh, once you start spending money on Scopely, things also spiral quickly. There, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tuffy, he never spent money on uh, WWE champions, but now he's throwing money down. Yeah, you get the itch, Tuffy. Like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. It has been quite the month over here. <laughs> How much money do you think you spent on WWE champions this month, Tuffy? I don't want to say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, I got my pack free under earlier this there. month, and it's not all of them, <laughs> but it's definitely a lot of it. Wow, are we talking over 100 bucks? Oh, way over a hundred bucks! Oh. <laughs> oh, wow! I'm so it, proud it's not tough. You're spending some money. Yeah, I was gonna say, in a way, I'm proud of you because you're so damn cheap well, that you're actually spending some money. Well, the so, problem yeah. was the first, like, I think I spent like 150 bucks like one weekend on polls and stuff, and I got I got people. Yeah. You know, I got new characters, mm. and I was like, oh, this is working out all right. And then I did it again the next weekend. <laughs> I spent some money, and that's when I got to have Brock Lesnar, and it was like. Oh, maybe it's not the you know the worst thing yeah. in the world to spend money. Yeah. And then as you're going through the monthly competitions, it's like, oh, I need more coins to level people up. Yep. I need more training yep. points to do this. And when you spend yep. money, you get a lot of coins and training points and stuff. But the good news, Mike Dell, is by the end of the month, I'm going to have Hall of Fame Yokozuna five star gold. Wow. That new Brock Lesnar five star gold. That oh, Acro yeah. Shelton Benjamin five star gold. And I'll get oh, that huh. new Kevin Owens, uh, the Chase character. So, you know, you. I at least got something to show for. Wow. <laughs> I suppose imaginary digital characters on a phone. It's not, yeah, it's not really it. anything, but um, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I dropped, I dropped close to two hundred bucks just trying to get that Oscar. You know, so I'm Vandals. Uh, you know, that's cheap for me. It's saving me money. Losing on Fanduel, yeah. but if I were to just if I were to just stick with betting these obscure Aussie rules football and everything, I'd I'd probably be cleaning up, you know. But uh, yeah, I just put a dollar on those. If I was putting like ten bucks a throw on those, look out, look out. 
But uh, all right, so maybe next week if Providence comes through and I'm able to survive a week of playing the slots, I'll have another bet. But otherwise, I might don't well, stop playing the slots. <laughs> the slots are off. Yeah, that's where your problem lies. <laughs> the slots are not gonna, awesome. Are <laughs> going to place any bets on the Oscars? Oh, fuck the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. they, I'm not even watching guess, that shit. When is that? Uh, Sunday, I think. Oh. Well, when's the golden quesadillas? Because we should really plan out. Oh. Like, I thought you did those in like August or September. Yeah, it was definitely in the yeah. summertime. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. I don't even know who the Oscar nominees are. I don't care. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've barely seen any of the movies. So. So, all right, um, that's the big show, I guess. That's the big gambling update. Um, anything else to talk at here at the top of the show? Anything of importance? Nothing? Uh, I don't think so. No. All right, fair enough. It's just kind of exciting <laughs> lives we lead. Yeah. All right, well, we'll get into our <laughs> I like about a Nintendo Switch this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. All right, uh, there's a running joke. All right, one of the, uh, the the Reddit subreddits I like to frequent is called uh, uh, Circle Jerk. All right, and that doesn't sound like Squared Circle <laughs> Jerk. It doesn't. It's not what you think. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> squared Circle Jerk. It's because uh, uh, the the Reddit wrestling uh, subreddit is called Squared Circle. So they have Squared Circle Jerk, where they just make fun of everybody in Squared Circle. It's hilarious. It's a very funny website nice. or a little subreddit. <laughs> And uh, so they're always making fun of, like, AEW fans and shit, and it's very funny. But one of the running gags, this subreddit has a bunch of running gags, but one of them is that Roman Reigns sleeps with every female wrestler ever, and then he sends their <laughs> husband a, a Nintendo Switch to keep them busy. So it's like a... So, <laughs> right? Like, any time a woman wrestler interacts with Roman Reigns, they just say, oh, someone in so-and-so is getting a Switch. And they ha- they make a photo of like Roman <laughs> handing a Nintendo Switch to the, the guy, you know. So that's just the running. <laughs> so as soon as you said Nintendo Switch, I'm like, wow, Roman Reigns slept with your girlfriend, but I you don't have a girlfriend. So I was like, what's going on? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who you got a piece of? But <laughs> all I know is Jenks' arm is sore now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Switch—that's a little handheld thing, right? With a little, uh, like a... Yeah. Yeah, although I've really just been using it as a console so far. I don't know what <laughs> that means. It's not like I leave the house much. Um, oh. You can plug it into the TV as well. Oh, oh okay. And it plays okay. just like a console. Oh, see, I didn't know that was a feature of the Nintendo Switch. I yeah, thought it was always like a little That's one of the cool things. Is, is it's portable or, you know, TV. How about that? All right. I learned something yeah. new every day. Yeah. Pretty nice feature. So uh, what kind of games do you have for the Nintendo Switch? Uh, so far, I just have Pokemon Snap. What? <laughs> the new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I've been addicted to it all week. <laughs> Pokemon Snap. <laughs> See, I, I missed the whole Pokemon craze. That was, oh. was after me, so I never got into the Pokemon. So I, I don't know. Yeah, Pokemon Snap was a game they made for uh, Nintendo 64 back in the day. Uh, and it's basically just go around taking pictures of the Pokemon and trying to, like, get them to, you know, get the, the best picture you possibly can, and you get graded on them and shit. 
I love that game. <laughs> and now this one, like, even more. The whole game is about taking pictures. <laughs> All right, well, that's yep. It's like Peter relaxing. Parker trying to sell his photos to J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> oh, this is all ass shot. I'm not giving you any money for this, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounds thrilling. Sounds, sounds thrilling. It's great. Hey, hey, do you remember that there was like a three-week uh, span there a couple years ago where Pokemon Go took over the world? Remember that? that oh, yeah. I still play it. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's last only three years ago. Here. I feel like it was way longer than that. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to I tell. I feel like it's like time. six or seven years ago. Yeah. Oh, six years ago. Yeah, I just remember I'd be, uh, be driving through town and you just see clumps of people walking around staring at their phones. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking weirdos. Now, Jenk, I didn't know that Pokemon <laughs> Go still existed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's thriving. <laughs> at least with uh, me and my cousins, anyway. You and Scooch. We're keeping it alive. <laughs> yeah. There's a cool thing now where you can, like, uh, <laughs> there should be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing they haven't gotten to yet. But now you can, like, raid with people even if you're not near them, which is cool. Raid. And, like, there's whole websites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pokemon raid. <laughs> yeah, very Viking. I come here to be Pokemon. judged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can pillage the city. All right. So, well, good luck with all that. I'm sure you enjoy your yeah. Nintendo Switch. Well, Roman's out there banging your imaginary girlfriend. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> that imaginary slut. <laughs> so, all right, Star Crash. <laughs> 1979, and uh, this wasn't produced by Roger Corman, but he was like the American distributor. He picked it up then and uh, brought oh. it to the United States. Uh, that's so, why his name uh, was at the beginning. Yeah, the director and writer is a fellow named Luigi Cosi, or Cosi, however you want to say it. He's an Italian filmmaker, and this was filmed over in Italy. And but some but it's oh. uh, two Americans <laughs> were the production company. Um, and uh, there, so there's a production company in California that funded this Italian movie, and then Roger Corman brought it back to the States. So, a little confusing. But, uh, that would explain a lot of the weird dubbing. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. That's, <laughs> there is some weird dubbing in here. And uh, that's why, because they had to redub it for the American audience. All right, so the cast, uh, the, the two stars um, – well, the, the the true star of this film is Caroline Monroe. She plays Stella mm-hmm. Star. Ooh, la, and la. Now, the other week, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was doing some scholarly research on someone else, and I can't remember who it was, and I stumbled across <laughs> this Caroline Monroe girl, and that's how I found out about Star Crash, and that's how I made a metal note. we got to watch Star Crash, because then I saw it also had David Hasselhoff, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, so <laughs> yeah. Caroline Monroe, she's super foxy. She started out as a model. And then she got into some movies. Uh, she was uh, in The Spy Who Loved Me. She was a bad girl in that, a would-be assassin <laughs> in the James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. Sure. She's probably most famous for being in The Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Now, do you guys remember this movie from the 70s? Um, no, pretty not famous. at all. Oh, when I was a little kid, I think it came out like 75 or so. But when I was a little kid, this was on TV all the time, and I watched it a lot. And it had, like, a lot of stop-motion 
like uh, creatures and monsters and shit. Sinbad had to fight. Mm. So, okay. yeah, it's pretty famous. But she was in that, and she looked spectacular in that. Um, like the yeah, Sinbad? Just, uh, not not Sinbad the comedian that you love, Tuffy. No, no, not that guy. <laughs> Sinbad the pirate, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, she's in some other stuff. But, yeah, she's your real foxy. and um, She's in the, uh, the Adam Ant music video for uh, Goody right. Two Shoes. Goody Two Shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched that today just to see her. <laughs> I meant to mention that to you because I knew you liked that kind <laughs> yeah. of 80s music. And that's, that's a great girl. song. Yeah, she's great, though, this Caroline Monroe. Highly recommend. I'm, I, I don't want to spoil anything because we still got a few months to go, but – she will be in contention for a Golden KCD, I'm sure. For <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Deserved <laughs> nomination. She'll be a contender. This movie was um, definitely worse than The Lost Empire in pretty much every way, except for its choice of ladies. Like, yes. pound for pound, this movie had a much better crop of ladies than, than that movie last week did. Yeah, I'll be honest. When she wasn't on the screen, I really didn't watch this movie. <laughs> but hey, when she was <laughs> Well, then there was screen. that Amazon planet. Like, that was pretty great. Yeah, she spent more yeah, time there. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Caroline Monroe is the big star here. Then the next, uh, her sidekick, she plays a. Uh, this is a Star Wars ripoff, and she plays a smuggler, who's uh, an outlaw smuggler. Basically, Han Solo is who she is, essentially. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. She's the pilot of their smuggling ship. Yep. So instead of Chewbacca, she has a guy named Marjo Gortner. That's the actor, and his character's name is Acton. Acton. Not Keith Acton. Acton the, uh, to Acton. The Philadelphia uh, Flyers. No, Acton with a K. And, uh, but this fellow, he has an interesting story, this Marjo Gortner. Uh, his first name is Marjo because it's a combination of Mary and Joseph because his parents were super religious, and they oh, raised no. him to be super religious. And by the time he was four years old, he was the world's youngest preacher. That's right. The <laughs> so he, he went around as a preacher at four years old, and he was, like, healing people at, like, revivals and everything. And so then years later, when he got a little bit older, they made a documentary about him. Uh, I can't remember. what I think it's called Marjo, I think. I don't know. Possibly. But it hmm. won an Academy Award because it was a uh, documentary about the inside of this uh, Christian uh, evangelist movement and how it's, like, corrupt and how it's all bullshit <laughs> and like he he was Is aware at the time. In it? that's a good question i should check the imdb <laughs> but at the time like he was getting older so he realized that it was full of bullshit so he like was he participated in this documentary to kind of like expose things but yeah so he won an academy award for that documentary and uh he was in a bunch of other like little acting parts uh, i think he had a recurring character on falcon crest then but he was on all those like uh, hour-long dramas on TV in the '80s, early '80s, just like bit parts and shit. But yeah, Marjo he had a very strange Gortner. nose that I kept thinking was prosthetic at certain points. <laughs> like I'm the kind of wearing some kind <laughs> yeah. of apparatus on his nose, but no, that's no, it's all him. him. Yeah, it's all him. <laughs> Marjo Gortner. All right, so uh, you mentioned the dubbing. Uh, all the all these actors did their dubbing except for, for Caroline Monroe because she's British. So she was over in England, and when uh, Corman was going to release things here in the United States, he didn't want to pay to have her come over and do her lines. So they hired an act- actress named Candy Clark to do her dubbing. So that's not Monroe's voice you hear in this movie. That's Candy Clark's voice. 
and Candy Clark oh. would marry. Uh, she was married to Marjo Gortner. So yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did they meet in the dubbing booth? I, I don't know. I, maybe they were already married at this point. But uh, she's also an actress. She was in a bunch of stuff too. But uh, yeah. So Caroline Monroe. That is not her voice you are hearing in this movie. Hmm. But was she speaking actors, Italian? Like, why did they have to redub her? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Just because the, uh, yeah, if they were doing it or she's British, they didn't want to hire a British. I, I don't know. I don't know. But they redubbed everybody. Like, like they redubbed Plumber yeah. and all those other guys. <laughs> yeah. But they were just doing this. So I don't know. Maybe the audio is just poor. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, the big star here, well, the big star in terms of Hollywood uh, legacy is Christopher Plummer is actually in this movie. Sure. No, he's a very famous guy. I couldn't tell you one goddamn movie he was in, but I'm sure Jenk could. <laughs> uh, I mean, The Sound of Music, of course. Oh, there you uh, go. Is he a Nazi? The Von Trapp he dad a... there. No, he's the oh, dad he's of all the dad. kids that, no. that uh, you know, what's-her-name is watching. Yeah, Julie Andrews. <laughs> um, he famously, you know, where they had to replace Kevin Spacey with him in that movie a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. What movie was that? Uh, I think it was All the Money in the World. It was about that kidnapping in, like, the 70s. And uh, like that famous uh, – what's, what's, what's the name of the family? Like, his grandson got kidnapped and held for ransom. And Oh, oh the Gettys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Gettys, yeah. Or yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a movie and a TV show about the same thing at the same time. Yep. So I watched that TV, TV <laughs> show, but I, don't, I never saw the movie. Oh, yeah, right. they filmed it with Kevin Spacey, and that's when all the allegations came out. So they immediately just kind of reshot it, all his parts in a month with Christopher Plummer. <laughs> it was really Isn't weird. Christopher Plummer much older than Kevin Spacey? Yeah. <laughs> I think he was playing older. You'd put a lot of makeup oh, okay. on him. Yeah. And yeah. digital, you know, trying to digitally age him and stuff like that. So it probably made more sense to just get Christopher Plummer in the first place. Uh, I, I guess he won an Oscar in 2012 or so, uh, some movie called Beginnings, which I never fucking heard of, but he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. So how about He was that? in 12 Monkeys. That's the first movie <gasps> I've heard of. <laughs> 12 Monkeys. Whole... I love 12 Monkeys. He was Dr. Gunn's. I, I love Monkeys, and the fact that the title <laughs> says there's 12 of them in it probably mean I love that movie, but I've never seen it. You've never and heard of 12 to... Monkeys? Well, I've heard of it, Bruce Willis and whatnot, right? And Brad Pitt. Yeah. But I'm guessing uh, Pitt. there are act- there are no monkeys in it, right? I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, no, think- there's a lion, but I don't think there's any monkeys. All right. Well, then I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> it's very good, but yeah, you might actually great. like that. Well, no, with the false advertising, oh, going in and think I'm going to see a dozen monkeys, and then I don't see one goddamn <laughs> monkey. I'm not going to be happy about that. It is about so, a post-apocalypse uh, like caused by like, the powers that be. So that that's right up your alley. I've seen it. I'm living it right now. I don't need to go see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, virus. Everyone mm-hmm. has to live underground because of a virus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this Christopher Plummer fella, he plays the emperor. But this is a good emperor. Not like in Star well, Wars, the emperor is yeah. bad. Right? This was the first confusing it's part of the movie. expectations. Yeah, yeah. Right. J.J. Abrams. That is about got right. Hold of the, got a hold of the script. Uh, then we have David Hasselhoff, who plays the Emperor's son, Prince Simon. 
Prince Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Hoff. <laughs> I didn't really do any research on uh, how Hoff got this part. Uh, but he's a young fella here, so I'm guessing he just needed to work. He's like, yeah, I'll yeah. that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'll do anything. There's really no one else in he here. He didn't learn he had the voice of a god. Oh, there's there's somebody else in here. Oh, um, tell me. Oh, Joe Spinelli? Or the, Joe Spinell? Yeah, Joe Spinell. Yeah. Yeah, Joe yeah Spinell. he played the uh, the evil, whatever, I don't know, the Baron? Is that what he was? The Count? Count Zarth Arn. <laughs> Not to yeah. confuse with Darth Vader. Zarth Arn. <laughs> totally different. Now, yeah, he's like Darth Vader, the character, but he has the haircut of Princess Leia because he's got little buns on the side of his head. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he kind of looks like Ming the Merciful. That's so intimidating. But, uh, Jack, yeah. do we know him from anything else? What else would we know this guy from? Uh, I mean, he was the the uh, Gazo in uh, Rocky, the guy that Rocky was leg breaking for. Oh, all right. Yeah, and he was the uh, like the intake guy in Taxi Driver, the guy who's like you know uh, giving Robert De Niro the job basically, and he's like, are you gonna give me a hard time? You're gonna give me a hard time? I'm not gonna hire you. He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been in some that. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody else? I'm looking through the cast list here. I don't see anyone recognizable. Uh, I don't um, think so. But it. Carolyn Monroe is what we want to talk about here. That's all you want to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get a load of this. Because through a lot of this film, Carolyn Monroe is wearing like a leather bikini, a black leather bikini kind of oh. situation with boots. And uh, she looks awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess the distributors or someone, when they were making the film, they, they saw the, the dailies or whatever. And they said, hey, hey, hey. You got to, in the second half of this film, you can't have her wearing that because we're not going to be able to show this on like American TV. So that's why in the second half of the movie, she's wearing like other costumes or like a big plastic thing over top of the leather bikini. Yeah. (laughs) A garbage bag, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So So you can show it on TV, but just not for a full hour. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But uh, we do a half hour of that. (laughs) What a bunch of jerks they were, huh? Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing about Carolyn Monroe, I should mention, she turned down several acting jobs because uh, she, they would require her to get naked. So, sadly, she never did any, like, topless stuff or naked roles. Yeah, yeah I may have done some uh, research on my own <laughs> and come to that same conclusion. <laughs> yeah. That's the downside of scholarly research, you know? You don't yeah. always get your degree at the end. But here, yeah. <laughs> She turned down a lot of work, but uh, God bless her. Yep. And all we right. were all the poor uh, for it. So, Tuffy, uh, I I picked this movie in large part because I know you would love it, because it is way better than yeah. Star Wars. So you <laughs> um, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> it's, so the, yeah, so, again, our Carolyn Monroe and her buddy are smugglers. And uh, they're in trouble with the law, but then they get hired to uh, – um, well, not even really hired. They just get it um, drafted, I guess. I don't know. I just said, hey, you got to go. Well, they they got to go. Maybe they're caught. <laughs> they're, they're smuggling or something. And uh, I think I'll start my critique with the art department. It's like they went to a <laughs> hobby shop 
and found all the like plastic model kits and just kind of glued the things. Yeah. Like, you know, you get just the sheet with all the plastic parts, you know, yes. the, the cast together. And yep. Normally you would, uh, you know, break them off. It's like they just took those and sure. glued them together is basically yeah. how they made their ship. And then spray painted <laughs> them silver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts, they're like oh, smugglers one, one being more chased thing. by... One more thing before I forget. Uh, but we mentioned Roger Corman brought this to the United States. The reason he did that was he wanted to test the, the American market for a low-budget sci-fi film. And he liked what he saw, so this inspired him to make Battle Beyond the Stars. That's uh, right. So, so without Star Crash, we don't get Battle Beyond the Stars. We don't get Sybil Danning in that outfit in Battle Beyond the Stars. <laughs> so... Without I mean, we have something more standing and better. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. I love her in there. So, all right, Tuffy. So, yeah, the movie opens with, like, a, it's kind of like the same shot. The original Star Wars, Tuffy, isn't there a shot? of It like, is the exact of... same shot of Star Wars. It's a ship <laughs> yeah. flying over the camera. <laughs> yeah, the big Imperial Destroyer. But that yeah. was, like, a cool-looking vehicle. This is a blocky, plastic, hobby-assembled spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so uh, Stella Star and uh, Horn Nose, I guess I'll call them. <laughs> Acton. Acton. <laughs> they are smugglers trying to escape this Imperial ship. And then uh, eventually they get caught. Or no, it starts. This, yeah, it starts a- that's right. actually it starts a, a different, different thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, so there's really a ship how the flying and I think it. Really, how the movie starts is the, the the good guys are actually trying to track down that count, that Darth Vader ripoff guy, but yeah. their ship comes close to a some sort of a weapon in space that is kind of like a bunch of red blood cells and red flashlights going flopping around everywhere, and that somehow yeah. makes them like lose their minds, and then their their ship explodes. But before it explodes, like three um, little ships escape. And one of those ships has the prints on it. And so those ships flee, and they don't know what happens to them. So that's the good guy ship blowing up at the beginning because they're trying to track down the Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. All right? And then... Yeah, there's all these red Stella. blobs that go on it. Yeah, the special effects are fantastic in this movie. <laughs> they are amazing. Yep. So then, then Stella and her buddy Acton, that's where they get tracked down by just the local law enforcement. Um, they're chasing them. And they go into hyperspace. Woo! And they get flying. <laughs> I think this is where, uh, like, they make a mention of, oh, like, Acton's talking about the odds, just like C-3PO does, like, the odds yeah. of them living or through this. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, Acton, he's a weird, like, he's a dude, but he talks and acts like a robot, and he also has, like, yeah. mystical powers. I don't know yeah. what's yeah. going on there. Kind of like Adam Warlock, but less yellow, I guess. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's a good comparison for you comic book fans <laughs> out there. Yeah, Adam Warlock. Yeah. It's kind of like they combined Obi-Wan Kenobi, Chewbacca, and C-3PO into one person. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. And Toucan Sam. Because even though he's, a, he's, supposedly, <laughs> even though he's supposedly a fella, he never even, like, looks at uh, – you know, Stella Star with anything but, you know, cold robotic detachment. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> why aren't you making yeah. a move there, Acton? You know, she's right there. 
looking real good. Yeah, you guys are on a they, ship together alone all the time. In a black leather bikini. And he's like, no, yeah, I didn't turn the heat up all. and say, maybe we should just take our clothes off while we're <laughs> flying in hyperspace. It's so hot in here, Stella. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, so they're, they're trying to get away from the local law enforcement. But as they do that, they, they stumble across one of them escape ships that escaped from the other good ship. And it has a lone survivor on it. And this guy's all oatmeal north of the eyebrows. He's all loopy. But they rescue him. But as they stop to rescue him, then the law enforcement catch them. And they arrest Stella yeah. and Acton. And the law enforcement, there's two main guys. The one is a bald, like, human fella. Uh, his name is... <laughs> like Drax is... if he didn't hang out with Dave Navarro and get all those tattoos. <laughs> or lift the weights. <laughs> and his name is uh, Chief Thor. Chief Thor. Yeah. Not the God of Thunder. And his sidekick is a robot named L. E-L-L-E-L-L-E. L. <laughs> and... He's got a girl name. Yes, that's odd. <laughs> and, and his robot, it's kind of like, uh, I don't, he's black. He kind of looks like, uh, what were those, uh, Tuffy, what were the uh, stormtroopers that flew the ships? Yeah, uh, they had like the black, uh, the little like them. Well, it's like, like the like TIE them. fighter pilots. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. TIE fighters. Yeah, I can see that. No, I mean, similar because they're black and he has a helmet and that's about it. But he's a robot. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, who doesn't sound very robotic? He uh, kind of just sounds like yeah. a guy from the south. Yes. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he um, Ernest. I feel like. <laughs> well, the the actor who does the voice is Judd Hamilton. Hey, maybe it's Judd from that big. Sounds like Jim Barney. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did think it was weird that he kept calling her Hook or Vern. <laughs> oh, oh, well, actually, the, the guy who does the English version voice is Hamilton Camp. Hamilton Camp, he's very good. If you like oh. Uh, all right, so, yeah, they're the two main police officers. So they arrest uh, our girl Stella, and they take Stella and Acton in front of the uh, – they arrest them, take, take them to court, I guess. But, Jank, uh, do you remember what the court – the judge looked like? Oh, yeah. Um, it was uh, – it kind of reminded me of the Cree Supreme Intelligence a little bit, but hey, – Yeah, screen. a little bit. But it was like a head in a – like a head in a, in a bowl kind of thing, and it had like little tentacles yeah. kind of flailing all over. <laughs> and he's like – and he like gold skin or something, and he's like, hey, you've yeah. been sent to work on this uh, prison planet for the rest of your life or whatever, but they got sent to separate uh, prison planets. Uh, so then, yeah. Coffee, we, we, we check in on Stella. Thankfully, we don't check in on Acton on his prison planet because who gives a fuck? Yeah. No one. All right. Prison so we Stella. check in I got to say, Stella. I'm a big fan of the prison uniforms they give Stella. Yes. <laughs> Every other prisoner in the place is, is dressed in like the same covered head to toe in this outfit and everything. She's in a black leather bikini and like thigh high boots. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> Yep. And, Supposed to be the same prison that had that whiplash lady last week. <laughs> and then the uh the the job here on the prison planet, Tuffy, is they gotta like uh drop these giant bowling balls of radium, I guess they're saying. They carry them on stretchers, like a person on each end of a stretcher carrying this ball of radium, and then they tip it into a hole 
and then they walk down a flight of steps and they just keep doing it over and over. That's their job on the prison planet. And so that's not yeah. fun. That's not fun. No. But uh, Stella, as soon as we get there, though, there's uh, one of the uh, you know the, the lead boss. He's like, hey, all right, everybody, take five minutes break. Five minutes. So they all start um, you know meandering and wandering around. And Stella starts talking to these two people. She's like, hey, we got to get out of here. Maybe a blaster. Maybe some energy can blow this place up. What? They had to shoot like an energy core or something with a laser gun. That was the plan. Yeah, yeah they're trying so, to overload the thing that they kept feeding the radium to, I think. So it would blow right. up. Yeah. So, but uh, one of the guards, like, does he start roughhousing with Stella? He's like, hey, quit talking or whatever. And then the, the one lady grabs the gun off the guard and shoots him and kills him. And then... Mm-hmm. A guard up on a balcony has a laser rifle, which is basically just a metal pole. It's just a stick. And he like shoots. And, uh, and again, the laser beams are just like glowing red uh, things of light. Just, uh, yeah. Really yeah. The Very high tech. <laughs> so that guy kills that lady. And then that lady's husband gets a gun and he starts shooting. So there's a big old laser fight going on. And eventually a laser beam hits the the thing and it blows up and uh our girl Stella escapes. Yeah, she escapes. Yeah. I will say this I mean at least more of the lasers hit people in this movie than Star Wars. <laughs> a lot of missing going on there, but <laughs> these guys are on target. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> so when when Stella comes she she's running away in her little leather bikini and whatnot. And then uh like a ship comes to pick her up but it's not it's uh, it's those police guys that arrested her. Yeah. And now they're saying, hey, guess they're what? Back. Yeah, you're free to go, though. We uh, commuted your sentence. You're free to go because we need you to do a job for us, right? The emperor needs yes. her and her buddy Acton to find his <laughs> missing son. Yep. Yeah, it was very confusing because they said you're free to go, but then they were definitely not free to go. They had to go on a uh, life-endangering mission to be free. Yeah, I think that was part of the plan, I guess, that, you know, you had to do this mission or you're free. To, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so now they're going to go on their mission, and it's the two police officer guys are going with them. And so now they're like a team. Yep. And so now they got to go um, track down these three mi- – well, there's two missing ships still because they found the one with the survivor on it. So there's two missing ships. So they go – Jank, is this where they go to the Amazon planet first? Yeah, they go to the Amazon planet first. And they find yeah. – I think the other escape pod was here. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think Acton uh, – didn't Acton go to the big ship and calculate where all the escape pods went or something like that? That sounds like something Acton would do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally Acton. So, because I also noticed, happens, uh, cool. so when Stella Starr got out of prison, because at the start of the movie she was wearing like regular clothes. Yeah. But she must have been so taken by the fashion choices I... of the prison that <laughs> she just stayed in bikini like the rest of the movie. Yeah, until <laughs> like when they went on the ice planet, she was in a full outfit. And then when she came yeah. back, she was wearing the bikini, but she had to put that plastic bag over it because there's jerks in the film department or whatever. But so, <laughs> yeah. They were just trying to keep her sandwich fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good look, though. <laughs> she made it work. But, Jake, on the Amazon planet, um, uh, tell us what happens there. 
Uh, oh, man, I don't remember much other than there was a lot of good-looking ladies. <laughs> like the leader of the Amazons was good-looking, and there was a lot of other girls that were kind of escorting her in that were good-looking. Um, yeah. see, how did that all resolve itself? So she gets captured by uh, these well, Amazons, they, and they bring her to the leader. Yeah. They shoot the <laughs> robot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they shoot L. L had a rough go in this movie. You know, things are going to go so well for L. <laughs> he took a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, so he gets shot, like and then we get to see our girl, though. Stella. She starts uh, going all Black Widow on them. She starts, like, beating the hell out of these people. Boom, 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 boom. But she eventually gets overwhelmed. So they take her in to see the Queen, and the Queen is in alignment with the uh, Darth Vader guy. She's working for him. Mm-hmm. So, so she's going to kill Stella. But then Elle recovers, and he comes in and saves the day, right? Is that what basically yeah, he holds the yeah, queen hostage. The, uh, queen hostage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so taking her whip with, for uh, <laughs> acting to do something. But Tuffy, when they uh, get out on the the beach, then they're running away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best the best part of the movie, the best special <laughs> oh, effect they had. <laughs> uh, yeah, they activate activate their uh, big. Metal robot guy. It's a lady. Is, she's oh, it's not a guy. Yeah. yeah, it's a lady. She's oh. got some big boobs. But, with but the way, yeah. but the way that but the way the giant lady gets activated, she's like a, a you know statue of Colossus or whatever Rhodes Colossus, uh, that kind of yeah, giant statue. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the queen of the Amazon, she looks at a television screen in her uh, her parlor there or whatever, <laughs> and like lightning bolts shoot out of her eyes, go into the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> then the giant robot comes to life. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. It was tremendous. Tuffy, try to describe this amazing fight scene between the giant robot, Stella, and Elle. Um, we ever seen that old movie where it's the big lizard uh, in stop motion that is fighting human people? Because it's basically that with this big <laughs> robot. It is the. It looks like it's from the 1940s. Yeah. Um, you know, I love you know what we stop needed? motion, though. It's so good. We needed yeah. uh, Sybil Danning to come in with a spear and chuck it right into that room. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that is what this <laughs> Hit it right in the nipple. Because <laughs> they try and hide behind some rocks, and the big, uh, the big lady throws her sword down. And then uh, I think Acton brings the ship down and shoots her with that to finally knock her out. But Yeah, but this big robot lady is moving so slowly, like... Yeah. Like, all you had to do to, like, a yeah. Yeah, you just walk behind her real quick, and, like, she's yeah. done. She's going to turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but my girl, Carol Monroe, or uh, whatever her name is, uh, Carolyn Monroe, she's, like, rolling around <laughs> in the sand, trying to get away from her. She's like, oh, my God, I'm rolling. It's just like, calm down there, Caroline. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she doesn't do a whole lot of fighting of anything in this movie. She's just kind of there for the adventure. <laughs> and looks good. So then, uh, yeah, Acton comes down with the spaceship, and they shoot the big robot lady until she collapses. Then they rescue um, our girl and uh, Elle. I think it only took, like, one shot, and pretty much it was down. Pretty yeah. anticlimactic. <laughs> So next, they go track down the other uh, space shuttle thing that survived, and uh, this is the icy planet, right? I think yeah. so. 
and so Stella has to put on a full outfit. Now, yeah, I don't understand like why they parked so far away. Like, because then they end up they walk all the way there, find there's no survivors, and then they're well, like, "Oh shit, we're out of energy. We got to walk back in the fucking cold." Well, <laughs> like, why did you have uh, to bring the spaceship closer? Because there's four acres of land right by that escape pod. That was handicap parking. So they had to park way away. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so while they're down there on the planet, we find out that that cop who's up there with Acton on yeah. the spaceship, he's a traitor. He's Chief really working Thor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Chief Thor. He's Chief working Thor? with the, 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 the Darth Vader guy. So he uh, doesn't. Doesn't he crack Acton over the head or something and knock him out? And then, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Acton was playing with his weird light effects. <laughs> he barely has superpowers and can make little light shows like Dazzler. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, but then, so so like uh, Stella and L, they're trapped now on the planet, and they're running out of energy. So, um, and they're going to freeze. So L tells Stella, hey, Stella, lie down in the snow on your back, face up. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) The robot's going to get the action that Acton won't take. L finally realized if if Acton's not going to do anything, I might as well take advantage here. (laughs) But then L, uh, he lies down next to her and they hold hands. And he says, I will keep you warm with my energy. I will keep your heart going, put you into like a suspended animation with my yeah. energy source. And she's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Never mind the frostbite from your blood yeah. freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that sounds like a plan. All right, thanks. And uh, so she goes I mean, if he could do that, why couldn't he just carry her and, you know, give her the warmth that way and then get him to yeah. the actual yeah. fucking ship? That's a very good way. Well, back to the ship, I thought, because <laughs> weren't they? No, they're yeah, out the cold. They, but I think they, uh, however they got down they there. back there because then Thor told them to, they couldn't get back on the ship oh, or something. Yeah, the gotcha. big ship. The big ship. Like they took a little pod down or something, I think. I don't know. Whatever. But um, <laughs> but then Acton comes too, and he has a big fight scene with uh, Chief Thor. And uh, Acton beats him eventually. I, I can't remember how or why. Or like, do you remember how it resolves itself? Yeah, he just wakes up again or does some magic mm-hmm. light thing or something. Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So, so then they bring Stella and L back up to the ship, and L is or uh, Stella is frozen solid. It's a big block of ice. Yeah. So then Acton does the Mr. Miyagi thing with his hands. He's like warming up his hands or something. And he goes, and he shoots some lasers. <laughs> he shoots like weird heat waves out of yeah, out of his hands to warm her up. This yeah. guy's just unlimited powers. <laughs> and then so we get a shot of Stella laying down on the uh, table, and she just gradually like starts to thaw. And uh, they do little shots of her like getting warm, you know, wake warming up, and her skin goes from white to like normal color. And then uh, her hair also goes from being like frozen solid and drenched to like just uh, blow dry fresh. Like uh, yeah. right out of the right out of the salon. She's like, oh, look at that. So uh, yeah, it's been shampooed yeah. and everything. So Stella survived. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's been just, tough. Thought he just turned his <laughs> right off. So all right. So now they get to the third <laughs> ship. Uh, 
Because she's like, yeah, how was, did you know he – or, like, uh, how did – this is where the reading the future part comes in, where he's just like, oh, yeah. Like, I knew he was going to tri- betray us because I can see the future. And he's like, why didn't you ever tell me that? Like, you, yeah. you got me out of all these problems if you just told me what, you know, what's going to happen. So wait, and he's like, no, I can't because if I tell you <laughs> – But you let me go down there and almost freeze to death. All right, thanks. <laughs> but he's like, Thanks, yeah, I can't tell you the future because then you'll try to change it. That's illegal. But you just changed the future by like <laughs> knowing what this guy was gonna betray you and surviving. So apparently, it's not that illegal. Uh, he's like the Watcher, the Marvel comics. He can never interfere. <laughs> yeah. Yet he interferes in every goddamn. Always story interfere. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so. Um, and, and again, you think she would know this about him? They're like best buddies, you know. They've been traveling the stars, running as smugglers. But there seems to be a lot. Yeah. He has no idea about this guy. Like, they have no concept of who each other they are. Yet they work as, yeah. as friends. Maybe that's why he never hooked up with her. Like, he could see what would happen yeah. in, in the future if they did. And it's like, oh, I would come in, like, two seconds, and it would be real awkward and embarrassing. <laughs> but he changed the future by not doing it. You can't do that. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, well, again, he's got a loophole. Anyway... Um, now they got to go far. They track on the third ship, and it, it crashed on a uh, like a caveman planet. So uh, yeah. L and uh, Stella they come to the, a ridge. Uh, oh, they're they're overlooking the, the ship. Oh, go ahead, Tubby. Yeah, there was some information on the Amazon planet as they were working with Count Zarth Arn, and they told them that. Uh, I think his secret weapon was on a planet guarded by two warrior races or something like that. Because that's how Acton Mm. figures something out in a second here, I think. I have no (laughs) idea. No idea. Sounds right. But when they get down to this caveman planet, Stella and uh, Elle are on, like, this ridge overlooking the ship. And uh, Elle says, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a robot chauvinist. You stay here. I'm going to go down there and check on my... That, that's literally what he said. I didn't just say that. That's, I'm going to be a robot <laughs> chauffeur. I'm going to go down there and check on the ship. You stay here where it's safe. And while he walks down there to the ship, Stella gets jumped by a bunch of like cave monkeys. Little cavemen go, ooh, jumping all around. So they attack her. And then Elle says, hey, wait a minute. So he goes to save her. But then a bunch of more cave monkeys come out. And they just beat the holy hell out of this L guy. They, they, yeah, they do. <laughs> they just take like stone mallets Mash and all the computer chips out of his head Yeah they just smash him to death Knock his head off Crush his body It was pretty gruesome if you're like into robot deaths That's like oh my god That poor <laughs> robot He just yeah. got smushed Yeah <laughs> So yeah he's dead Never to be seen yeah. again well, n- uh, Nope <laughs> Or maybe not. So Stella is now <laughs> captured, and they take her back to, like, their uh, camp, and they have her tied up, and they're cooking a – I don't know. Were they planning to eat her? What were they going to do with her? Because they had her, like, hanging. I don't know. Either that or, yeah, like, maybe it's a sacrifice. <laughs> well, I'm guessing she's yeah. not a virgin. So. <laughs> well, with acting around, you never know. Uh, so now before this, we did catch a glimpse of a guy in a gold mask, a helmet mask. And uh, oh, like he's yeah. that mysterious guy. So here, that guy shows up, and he rescues Stella. And then uh, he he they run away, and uh, they get a moment to themselves to talk. And he takes off his helmet, and it's David Hasselhoff. 
It's the hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With his luxurious yeah. hair. Yep. And uh, he he says he's the lone survivor of the ship that crashed. He doesn't tell her he's the prince, though. He just says, I'm no. the lone survivor. She's like, all right. You think she would have asked that? Hey, are you the prince? No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you just like the food guy, like the guy in the lunchroom? <laughs> so, uh, uh, I don't know. How do they get off this planet? They just, uh, I guess, Acton comes and gets I don't know. Yeah, Acton shows up, and he's like, oh, this is the planet we've been Ooh. looking for all along. And David Hasselhoff's like, really? I've been here forever. And, like, I didn't see anything. Well, <laughs> Acton like, oh, yeah, doesn't just down this cave. Acton <laughs> doesn't just show up. He shows up with a lightsaber. That's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even try. You think they would come probably, up with, like, a, a, a light a laser sword here. Yeah. yeah they, they, laser they sword. Like a, a laser sword or whatever. But you think they would come up with something a little different, you know? I don't know. Yep. Nope. Like a laser well, whip or something. something. To make it sound like yeah. um, like the wobbly dildo lightsabers in Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I guess it is skinnier than a traditional lightsaber. It's almost like one of them fencing swords, but it's a laser sword. So, uh, yeah, he, he cuts up all the cavemen, and he saves the day. And, yeah, this whole time they needed to get the prince – because the prince supposedly had in, uh, special intel about where the planet was, where the count secret weapon was, and all that other stuff. So here, but David Hasselhoff mm-hmm. apparently didn't know he was on the planet anyway. So it's like, oh, all right, you didn't really yeah. know shit, did you, the prince? You didn't know <laughs> no. jack shit. <laughs> uh, so I guess to go, I don't know, is, how much is left of this? <laughs> way too much. Oh, way too much. Way too much yeah. is still left at this point. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Man, I don't know. Well, let me get the uh, weird scene where like they go in, they find the main room, and this, they're like, "This is where they were sending those monsters from." You no, know, this is where they're projecting the monsters from. And she's like, "Oh, this is where they make real monsters." And he's like, "No, not real. They're just projections." <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah. So the the count locks them in the room, doesn't kill them. Says I'm going to leave you here because this is all going to blow up in 20 minutes or something. But he sends um, two robots with swords to beat them up, right? Doesn't he send yeah, two he puts in some more stop animation robots. Yeah. <laughs> with swords. <laughs> they were cool looking. I liked them. With swords. And um, Acton fights them. Yeah, he he kills one hammer. of them. He kills one of the robots, but then the other robot stabs him in the shoulder. And like mortally wounds him in the shoulder. Yeah. So then he falls down. David Hasselhoff grabs the laser sword, and then he starts fighting. The, and he's like a, a, a natural with this laser sword. Like I don't know if you ever picked it up before. <laughs> yeah. He's he yeah. was like born to laser sword fight, and, and uh, <laughs> he eventually kills that other robot. So, uh, but then they go, "Oh, Acton, come on, let's go." And Acton's like, ah, "I can't go. I'm going to die." I'm like, wait, what do you mean you're going to die? You barely yeah. got scratched in the shoulder. He's like, "No, no, no, I yeah. can't." You know. I can't deny fate. Yeah. I gotta die. <laughs> so it's my time. Said, I have to die here. <laughs> so, so, uh, so then the what, emperor the shows up. Well, before that, though, Carolyn Monroe's like, um, all right, acting, I guess. Who cares? And, you know, I got David Hasselhoff. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he might actually yeah. fuck me. I'm like, here. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so she turns around and they, we leave. And then, uh, acting, he starts to glow 
and then like his silhouette is energy and like there's bright neon <laughs> diagonal patterns across it and shit. Mm-hmm. And then he like flashes a few times and disappears. Spectacular. Well, he says like I'll be, yeah. I'll be really be around forever or something like that, which I think was their version of you know if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful yeah. than Obi-Wan. you could possibly imagine. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> force you with you or something. But the yeah. difference is in Star Wars, everyone liked Obi Wan Kenobi. They're like, oh, that's nice. They yeah. around. No one fucking likes Acton. We don't want Acton. Yeah, he's like the C three PO of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants him around. <laughs> no. I don't even understand how, like, why there's two robots. Just use your fucking heat hands and fucking blast them with heat waves. You don't even have to fight them with a sword. Well, also, when he was fighting that uh, Captain Thor, whatever that guy's name was, like, that guy was shooting a laser at him, and he just held up his hands and blocked it somehow. That's right. I forgot about that. He he was also just taking (laughs) shots right to the chest like Superman. Didn't even bother him. Yeah. 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 And now all of a sudden, one sword in the shoulder and whoop. Yeah, he probably mixed himself worse shaving in the morning. <laughs> All right, got to die. My time to die. So he's, he's dying. <laughs> All right, so they uh, so Hasselhoff and uh, Caroline Monroe, they go to chase down uh, the emperor or the bad guy, not the emperor, well, first, but the bad guy. The emperor shows up on the planet, and they say, we only have, like, you know, one minute to evacuate. So he calls up to his ship, and they put a green beam on the planet that, like, freezes time for three <laughs> minutes or something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They're like, he stands up and he's like, "Son, I wouldn't be the emperor if I didn't have some powers of my own." Freeze time. Yeah, this beam can freeze all the molecules on the entire planet for three minutes. <laughs> seems like a pretty good job. Yeah, man, it's freeze yeah. time. What the fuck? <laughs> pretty oh. handy. Yeah. So, so they're able to escape while the planet blows up. Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. And then the good thing it was three minutes, not just one minute, because like he he spent probably two minutes explaining it to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So now they got a big. There's a big fight scene with um, the emperor. Again, the emperor's good in this movie. So the emperor and Hasselhoff and Carolyn Monroe and their army. Well, is the emperor good? (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, we'll you can always – well, <laughs> you get into the whole uh, Ukraine-Russia conflict yeah. as well. It depends on who you ask. I mean, they're, on who you ask. they're fighting the Count, and they send everything they got at him, and basically the Count, you know, beats them all, kills all their fighters, whatever. So then the Emperor's plan is, well, there's this city somewhere. Why don't we just slam that into his ship? That'll stop him. I'm not sure that's the good guy. <laughs> well – yeah, the city. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, floating city was their big one. Yeah, did they evacuate it? <laughs> I think they did say that it was evacuated, but still, this is sort of like a uh, Marvel Avengers situation where it's like, hey, how much good <laughs> are we actually doing here? Yeah, so you just destroyed Sokovia. <laughs> so, uh, they, but they're watching this big flight take place in the space with all the laser beams and shit. And Hasselhoff, uh, Stella, Star, they're just sitting there watching all this. And, I, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, wait, so you're telling me the big hero of this movie is going to do a goddamn thing to resolve this? They're just going to sit there and watch it all? Play? But eventually, our girl Stella from action. And uh, her and that L guy, don't they go to, like, the... Yeah, uh, she's back. Did we mention that? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah
<laughs> yeah, David Hasselhoff says, hey, by the way, you're not going to go alone. I'm not going to go with you because I'm a prince and I'm a giant pussy and I'm not going to go fight anyway. But well, you do have an old friend of yours who uh, will go fight with you and they, they reassembled L from all the smashed bits of machinery. Yeah. They reassembled they use new parts, so he's better than ever. <laughs> no, but he still has a southern accent. Don't you worry about that. It's like, all right, yeah. L, here we go. So uh, L and Stella, they go out into space, and they, they, uh, Stella gets her little space outfit on, and she wears a giant, like, fishbowl on her head. So that's awesome. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> and uh, what, what do they do, uh, Tuffy, to the big uh, Darth Vader's, like, evil ship? They sabotage it somehow? They, or... they fly a city into it. <laughs> but yeah. at some point, oh, oh, so I wasn't paying attention at this point, but I did look over and I saw one of the greatest things ever because Stella and Elle are inside a spaceship or I get maybe the city, I guess, that they're in. And, and there's a window out into space and Stella says, all right, we better go. And Stella jumps out the window into space and starts swimming through space. Yeah. Yep. This is where <laughs> yeah. um, Ryan, what's his face, got the idea for flying Princess Leia, I think. <laughs> so so she's just flying through space and L's behind her so they were piloting that city to like uh, on a crash course into the thing and then they jumped out is that what happened yes that is yeah. exactly what happened okay alright so I missed that part <laughs> but, oh, she, but I loved her you definitely her need jumping at out least the, two people to pilot a, a ship into a station <laughs> but her jumping out the window out into space was one of the greatest things ever. That moment is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so good. So, she was truly floating. <laughs> and she just flies back to the ship. And Hasselhoff, like the giant pussy he is, he's still sitting back there. And, and he looks up at the screen, and he, like, points at the monitor screen and goes, Stella! <laughs> Stella! <laughs> like, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, I think his job was to go pick him up after they jumped out of the ship. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, he saves her. And then she walks in, and she sees him, and, and she says, Prince, Simon, and he says, Stella. And she says, Simon, he says, Stella. And then they start to hug and kiss and whatnot. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the robot, I think, looks confused. He's just like, what's going on? Yeah. These weirdos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I never did this. this. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to Christopher Plummer. He's sitting on his throne as the wise old emperor. And he says something stupid like, oh, at least we'll have peace for a little while. And that's it. The movie ends. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> they invaded the Ukraine. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, Star Crash. Not so much, I'll be honest. What so a much. picture. Yeah. <laughs> I hear like, you. Like, if you take Carolyn Monroe out of this, this movie is garbage. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. But like if we were all in the same place watching this together, it would be fun to laugh at the special effects, I think. But it's hard to, like, talk about that later on because it's just like, yeah, I remember this. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Uh, like, uh, I got smashed by the cave monkeys. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. The Amazons <laughs> were good. That. Yeah, the Amazons mm-hmm. were nice. The Amazon Queen was all right. She just spent the whole uh, movie on that Amazon planet. And, and Carolyn Monroe is just dynamite. So definitely watch it to see Carolyn Monroe. Like, if you ever come across Star Crash, it's on Tubi. 
uh, you can uh, just watch it. Definitely watch it for her, but uh, that's about it. Yeah. There's really Hasselhoff really. <laughs> There's nothing else. Know. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. much here. Nobody got naked. You know, that's a yeah, hallmark I, that people tune nope. in this show for, but no, nothing this time. Not a single goddamn naked <laughs> In the whole movie. Zero boobs, and I'm not sure if there's actual bodies because Acton just kind of disappeared. <laughs> there, there, and we thought we had a robot body, but then Al came back, so I don't I guess uh, yeah. at that prison planet, some people yeah. died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that, uh, that was kind of my – the other uh, point to pick, I guess, with this movie is um, – she was just like a smuggler at the start, and they got life sentences on hard labor camps. And hey. at the end, she's like in love with the prince. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess what, maybe she's going to try and reform it from the inside, but, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Don't worry about there it. might be some criminal justice yeah. issues in this emperor's <laughs> Always thinking like an attorney. Uh-oh. Always thinking like an attorney. <laughs> but, uh, you might have a client, Tuffy. Some of those Amazon ladies also got uh, evaporated by laser guns as well. So there are a couple of them. Yeah, and there. the cavemen got killed by the lightsaber, I'm sure. Uh, oh, they right. walked yeah. away from that. Yeah. <laughs> the robot got taken out. Whatever the body count was, way higher than the boob count. So that is not what <laughs> yeah. we like. Yeah. That is not what we like here on the LCS <laughs> Hockey Radio Show. Sorry, uh, I don't know. One out of ten, Tuffy. What do you give uh, Star Crash? Uh, like a two for oh, wow. Stellar Star. <laughs> a two. It's all for Stellar, too. Yeah. Jank? Yeah. Um, I was going to go four, but maybe that's a little too high. I think I'll go three. <laughs> well, I'll go Pretty four. much all for the ladies. I'll go four. This, uh, I'm a big fan of the Carolyn Monroe. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you know what it is. Like, if you had to watch this or Battle Beyond the Stars again, which would you watch? I don't even remember Battle Beyond the Stars, but that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Battle Beyond the Stars was no oh, uh, man. right either, but uh, it wasn't too good. No. But it had Sybil Banning in that Valkyrie outfit, which was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Huh. Yeah, George Papard, Robert Vaughn. So, you know, yeah, I'd probably go Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. I mean, at least it was less of a Star Wars universe. ripoff. <laughs> it was trying to do a Magnificent Seven, seven ripoff instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is very true. All right, so there it is, Star Crash. Um, maybe go watch it on the TV. It's better than Star Wars. How much better? Yeah. I don't know. Better than, um, <laughs> what was the one I picked that we didn't even watch? Uh, Cherry uh, 2000? No. No, the one that I watched, but I uh, was happy to pivot oh, away uh, from. Book of Fire? Book of Fire. Yeah, Book of Fire. I would watch this over Book of Fire, but that's about the only movie I would put below right. this. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be uh, – because when I'm looking through these movies that we can find uh, to watch here, uh, it, it seems like there's layers or levels to bad movies. Like this is a bad, fun movie. But it still looks like a movie. Yeah. Um, but like Book of Fire <laughs> is just bad. Well, it, it doesn't even look like a movie. It looks like uh, in the eighties. Oh, yeah. If you were making a bad movie, you still had to have like film equipment. Yes. Because Book of Fire is <laughs> a newer know. release. Now you just need an iPhone, basically. 
Yeah, like they don't look like they're actual movies. Like there's no makeup people or anything. Yeah, so it look, doesn't look good. <laughs> they're just like walking. Around. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it looks just like someone shot it on video camera. Not yeah, a movie so I, camera. I try to avoid those kind of movies when we're picking things because it's like yeah, those are net, yeah. never work out. Those uh, are not so good. <laughs> yeah. But all right, Jack, yeah. next time it, it's your pick for next week. But, you know, if you think Body Slam, it's out there. You know, Body Slam's out there. <laughs> um, there you know. Well, I mean, um, I have some in the holster, but if you want to do Body Slam, we can do that. But I don't want to count it as my pick. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, I mean, it is WrestleMania well, week, you know. Yeah, that's Maybe fine. Body Slam. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have something better? Like, what, what, what else did you have? <laughs> Um, well, it was either between two movies. Um, since you're complaining about not enough monkeys, I was going to pick either Monkey Shines or then the other right. movie I was thinking of, I just saw happened to see on Tubi. Uh, it was a movie called or Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, did, I saw that one as well. I did see that one. You know what? We can watch Body Slam anytime. We're watching Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. I watched right like the first five minutes. So I was like, "All right, this seems all right." <laughs> Hollywood. But you mentioned monkeys. I also, when I was looking around Tubi for movies, uh, they do have MVP two, or the monkey plays Ooh. hockey. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so, yeah, I've never seen. Wow. It. So that's got to happen at some point. That has to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a winner. <laughs> Monkey on yeah, the now, Tubi, uh I did add a couple to my list this week that they say are leaving soon, but I don't know if they're actually leaving soon or could be one of those like yeah. they just say that. Yeah, leaving in three months. But yeah, yeah I, I got a couple ready to looking. go, so it might be might be a while to get to MVP two. <laughs> I was having some trouble <laughs> finding these. Uh, movies though that's why i just but when i was like looking through lists of bad movies i kept encountering star crash so i'm like all right that's the universe telling me to watch star crash yeah so, yeah there's one called vicious lips that's about um yeah we, a we women band. tuffy we suggested that months ago and you went with something else what was that when you wanted beastmaster or no what was it or well you i didn't something pick beastmaster else. beastmaster was a special yeah. edition because mike l was coming on yeah because mike l was here you picked something else instead of Vicious Lips, though. Remember, Jake? Because we had found it. And we're like, yeah. Oh, I might want to see Vicious Lips, but I can't well, remember. That was one of those yeah, weeks we... where uh, we were scrambling it and then trying to find something <laughs> because whatever it was, we realized wasn't going to work. Um, yeah, but yeah. I forgot the name of that movie, though, so I'm glad you remembered. Yeah, Vicious Lips. we got to watch that. Yeah, there's another one yeah. called Alienator that was directed by Fred Olin Ray, who's the same one who did uh, Phantom Empire, I think. <laughs> oh, it's like some sort of Terminator ripoff. All right, and, and I think there's but one called like, Death yeah. Stalker Two that uh, it's way better than Death Stalker One, I guess, and it's supposed to be really bad, <laughs> crazy. So Death Stalker Two is also something to come up with. Uh, All right, but next week Hollywood Chainsaw something. Hookers, hookers, hookers. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Chainsaw hookers. That'll be good. All right. So uh, <laughs> quality family entertainment right there. <laughs> I guess uh, in the time we have left here, that was a while. Uh, do you want to do the 70s first? Um, sure. Audio clips. 
And, uh, yeah, go for it. In case the soundboard shuts down. All right. Quick breaking news, Mike Bell. Providence did cover the plus 12. Nice. Look at me. I know my fucking <laughs> so, college uh, basketball. So Mad Monkey's back on the, back on the docket. <laughs> That's right. How, how long do you think that money's going to last? Like, like, <laughs> like, if this show is around midnight, how long do you think that money lasts? <laughs> 12.06. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might wait. Well, I don't know I how long those free spins take to give you zero dollars, so. Oh, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I, that's why I think I'm done with the slots, because I was so angry at them. I was so fucked at but, um yeah, you got to roll right. that money into, like, some German handball or something. Yeah. I can find the old top 11 list here, or the audio clip, or whatever the fuck it is. There's always a 10 second delay by the time you type something, and when Blog Talk finds it, let's go <laughs> search results. There it is. LCS Top well, 11. Numbers will go to 11. Yes, top 11 um, obscure 1970s. Now, I'm going to say cartoons, but a couple of them are cartoons, because in the 70s, there's a lot of live action Saturday morning stuff for kids. Oh, sure. So, we crossed we'll mention a few of those. Yep. So we're going to mention a few of those as we go along. Uh, one honorable mention, I couldn't use it because the theme song didn't have any, like, lyrics or anything, so it's just music, and you want to know what the fuck it is. So, uh, uh, the Super Globetrotters from 1979 on NBC. Oh. That's right. There was a cartoon about the Globetrotters, the Harlem Globetrotters, yet they had superpowers, and they fought crime. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I know. It sounds yeah. awesome. I have Did a they big fight the Washington Generals? No, no, they fight like monsters and ghosts and shit, I guess. Um, but uh, I have a vague recollection of it when I was a kid. Like Curly Neal, you know, the, the ball guy, his head could expand yeah. like a basketball. <laughs> and he could like <laughs> bounce around and shit. But it was on in 1979, it lasted 13 episodes. And it was paired with Godzilla for some reason. I think it was like a Godzilla oh. super globetrotter combo. <laughs> wow. Which, yeah, it seems unlikely, but yeah, that's what they went with. <laughs> Wasn't there a, like a commercial later on with like Michael Jordan playing basketball against Godzilla or something like that? Sounds about right. I think it was Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, wasn't <laughs> it? Oh yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, he uh, shouldered him down. Then he went for the rebound, cracked him on. <laughs> All right, so uh, 1970s obscure Saturday morning cartoon slash live action bullshit. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. Number 11. The Bugalies, number 11. Yeah. They're in the air okay. everywhere. Jank, are you familiar with the Bugalies, Jank? It sounds like you, uh, you're you aware of them. 
Um, not really the show itself, but uh, there was a, I don't know if you remember this, Mike Dell, but there was an album, I want to say it was in 1995, it's called like Saturday Morning's Greatest Hits or something like that. And it was all these like oh. 90s alternative bands doing covers yeah. of old like Saturday morning songs. And the Collective <laughs> Soul did the Bugaloos on there. <laughs> that, that, that's so I'm familiar I with believe, that version of it. Didn't the Ramones do the old Spider-Man song? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. All right, but uh, yeah, the Bugaloos, NBC, 1970, last 17 episodes. This was a sit-in Marty Croft creation, um, live action. So, Jank, yeah, Sid and Marty Croft, you know them, right? The HR puffing stuff and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a fan of uh, Mr. Show, the famous drug Achusett sketch, they make fun of HR puffing stuff. <laughs> See, if Larry was here, he would love that reference. Uh, but the Bugaloos, they were big, they were billed as the British version of the Monkees. It was like a, a created band. They thought they were going to be super popular like the Monkees because uh, the Bugaloos are insects. They're like teenagers oh. with like insect wings, and like they're flying around. But because of the technology at the time, they're like on their bellies, you know, on green screen, and they're like moving their hands up and down like they're flying, you know, one of them deals. <laughs> and uh, there were three dudes and one girl in the group. Uh, but one of the guys who auditioned for a part on the Bugaloos, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> later that same year, he joined Genesis. So it, had he gotten a part on the Bugaloos, there is no Genesis. How about that? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And what is that scene in American Psycho at this point, then? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Where would we be? <laughs> I guess they'd all be, uh, just be the Bugalo song instead. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's the Bugaloos, uh, number 10. Here they are, the oddball couple. They're a couple that's a couple of oddballs. Anything the oddball couple ever do becomes a series of ballballs. They're really just as opposite as broken and straight. And no matter where they're going, if there's one that's early, the other one is late. One has got a very special talent for messing up the team. We're talking about the oddball couple. They're a couple that can double as small balls. Oddball. Eight ball. The oddball couple. 1975 ABC. It lasted 16 episodes. So uh, the odd couple, you know, old uh, Felix and uh, Oscar. Felix Unger, Oscar Madison. That TV show ended in 1974. So, like, hey, what, let's make a cartoon about it with a dog and a cat. They're the oddball oh. couple. The cat is named Spiffy, and he's all clean and he wears a suit and everything. So he's like your Felix, except in the cartoon he's a writer, and the dog is called Fleabag. He's the Oscar, but he's a photographer. On the TV show, is the exact opposite. Whoa. Felix was That's the like around the uh, the trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No, it's totally opposite. 
So Fleabag and Spiffy, the oddball couple. I had no idea that cartoon ever existed. Never heard of it. <laughs> but now I'm very happy that I know it existed because that's pretty awesome. Fleabag and Spiffy. So there you go, the oddball couple. I don't know if All it's right. any spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> hey, look at you remembering uh, last week's. All right, number nine. Far off in the future, a far-fetched mechanical miracle takes shape as a pile of junk turns into an out-of-this-world scientific marvel. <laughs> Rickety Rocket Blast off! It's Rickety Rocket and the gang. Cosmo. Right, Rickety Rocket, 1979 on ABC. It lasted 16 episodes. This was part of the Plastic Man comic adventure show. Oh. But Rickety Rocket, it's set in outer space. Uh, four like uh, African American teenagers are the main characters here, and they build a rocket named Rickety, and they travel through space <laughs> investigating crimes. They have their own detective agency, the Far Out Detective Agency, and they investigate crimes. <laughs> that's what they do. Now, this may just be just me, but I wouldn't get in any kind of space-faring vehicle that's called rickety. <laughs> that seems like yeah. you're asking for trouble. <laughs> Especially if it also talks. and It has a giant mouth and googly eyes. I would not want to get on yeah. that rocket. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but this is another one of the long list of uh, shows that just tried to rip off Scooby-Doo. With uh, teenagers investigating, you know, things. Uh, Rickety or Rocket. Never heard of it. What, what can you do? All right, nope. number eight. Supercomputers, uh, S1, Sentinel-1, who watches over them, and he's assisted by his sidekick, Mo the Robot. 
a little little robot <laughs> named Mo. So there you go. Oh. Power Rangers esque. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, number seven. Oh shoot, I I hit the wrong thing. All right, hold on. Number seven. <laughs> That's right. I am the greatest. Adventures of Muhammad <laughs> Ali, 1977, NBC. Lasted 13 episodes. I had no idea this ever existed. <laughs> there's a cartoon of Muhammad Ali. No. Like, I had no idea. And that's Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Please tell me there's an episode where he fights Superman. Wait, no, there isn't. But uh, when yeah. I was watching the intro, though, there is an episode apparently where he fights an alligator. And when he's uh, flying like a uh, an airplane and going out into space and shit like that, yeah, that's in here. But he doesn't fight Superman. Uh, but you're yeah, a boxer, Ali, of course you'd be a good pilot. Ali does his own voice acting here, and uh, the cartoon tells of his adventures with his niece Nikki and his nephew Damon. They go around having all sorts of trouble, <laughs> and I always like to get like you know um, contemporary takes on like what people at the time thought of this cartoon. And so from the Encyclopedia of American Animated Television Shows, quote, perhaps the most clumsily animated written and acted series in television animation history <laughs> with, little of, with little of value presented, end quote. The Adventures of Muhammad Ali. Sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I think the Ed watched that in the late 70s. He was probably Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Layla Ali is mad. She didn't make the show. <laughs> These fucking nieces and nephew bullshit. <laughs> well, I don't know if she was born yet. But all right. <laughs> um, all right. Number six. Scooby-Doo. No, 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 no. Goober and the Ghost Chasers. 
ABC 1973 <laughs> lasted 16 episodes. This was the story of Ted, Gilly, Tina, and their dog Goober. They go around investigating ghosts and monsters. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah. Their dog Goober. And I guess Goober would like, uh, he could talk a little bit better than Scooby, but he rarely talked unless he was uh, breaking the fourth wall. He would often talk directly to the viewer. He'd make little comments. But uh, so there nice. you go, Goober and the Ghost Chasers. The other gimmick that they had in, uh, in eight of the first 11 episodes, the Partridge Kids also guest starred. That's right. <laughs> wow. The Partridge family children. Not David Cassidy because he was too cool for this shit. But, like, uh, Lori Partridge was actually there, and uh, Danny and Chris and Tracy. So the, the other Tracy the Partridge kids. But they, they guest started. Damashek was on the first episode, but then they replaced him with Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Partridge kids. So how about that? Goober and the Ghost Chasers. I could do a top 11 list of just Scooby-Doo ripoffs because there are so fucking many of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like the really same is. voice as Snagglepuss, too. It, it, it was. I think it was the same voice. Okay. Same guy. Yeah. Sounded very. That's what I thought it was going to be. I was like, wait. I've heard of this. All right. Number five. It's skateboard time. And here come the skateboards. Knock, knock. Scooters. Right, Skatebirds, 1977, CBS, 16 episodes. This was a Banana Splits ripoff, so uh, oh. I'm sure everyone's familiar with that. But in this version, we have the, the four giant animal characters, three birds and one cat, and they're on roller skates. And they're skating around. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of going to, instead of going to amusement parks like the Banana Splits, they're like in one studio set, and they're just skating all around. And uh, then they'll play cartoons. There's like four cartoons. Um, Wonder Wheelie about a motorcycle uh, a hero who ride a motorcycle. Uh, Wolf and Whimper, the, the dog detectives. Two dogs that solve crimes. That's always great. Um, <laughs> the robotic, like the robotic stooges or something. It basically robot oh. versions of the three stooges. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even trying to hide it either. Putting it right uh, in the name. And then there was a uh, Mystery Island thing. Um, well, it, when I say version of Three Stooges, I mean they are the Three Stooges. Like, I'm the officially yeah, licensed, yeah. I think. Three Stooges. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. They weren't trying to rip them off. Like, it's actually Mo, Larry, and Curly. Like, it's them. So I think Did it was it officially. Mo and Larry to do the voices? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then the, the fourth one was Mystery Island, which was a live action thing. 
and the only clip they show is like a, there's a giant robot like um lost in space kind of robot and then there's a boy and a girl like uh, on each arm and they're just like riding through a jungle on this robot <laughs> so that's all i saw i don't know <laughs> sounds pretty awesome but it was live action so there you go, uh, the skate birds. Again, never fucking knew they existed. Isn't it weird that uh, no. these things existed and you had no idea? It's like, oh my god, this was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of blows my mind. There's a lot of that apparently. Weird. <clears throat> All right. So number four. Here we go. <laughs> That's right. Your ears did not deceive you. The Partridge family, 2200 A.D. What if the Partridge family was in space <laughs> in the future? That's what this is. <laughs> Listen, I, I grew up in the Partridge family. I love the Partridge family. Never heard of this cartoon. It blew my mind when I saw it. What the fuck? Partridge family, 2200 A.D.? Uh, 1974 on CBS. It lasted 16 episodes because the Partridge family show had just ended, I guess. And uh, so some uh, cartoon people, they came to CBS and they said, hey, we've got an idea for a show. Let's update the Jetsons. We want to have, you know, like Elroy, Elroy will be a teenager. Uh, Judy's going to be mm-hmm. like an ace reporter at a, at a newspaper or something. And they're like, nah, you know what? Fuck that idea. Let's just make the Jetsons, <laughs> but with the Partridge family. So that's what they did. And it's like the same animation <laughs> style as the Jetsons, the same ships, the same sound effects, everything. It's the Partridge family in 2200 oh A.D. <laughs> wow So did they ever cross over with the Jetsons Or they just left that I, land there I don't know On the table <laughs> I don't know But how weird is it huh. That uh, again I love the Partridge family I had no idea not only did they have their own cartoon But they were also the Partridge kids On that Goober and the Ghost Hunter show <laughs> They were all over animated <laughs> yeah. TV These Partridge family people Holy hell <laughs> I gotta ask my mom if she knows about this because she still loves the Partridge Family. <laughs> Partridge Family, twenty two hundred AD. But I guess Reuben Kincaid was not a regular on the cartoon version. He only appeared once or twice. Oh, yeah. So that sucks. But well, well yeah, why bother then? I'm out. <laughs> I know Reuben was the man. All right, uh, number three. This is another live action show, but uh, the premise is so awesome, I had to include it, so here we go. You didn't know dogs could talk? I've been doing it for centuries. A talking dog, big and gruff, on the dove said you blew it. 
You need my help as a vet, and I'll bet I can do it. I'm a ghost. I'm the funny, furry guardian of your family. Please don't boast. You're the only one who can ever see me. And the beast, and he translates. He helped me do a better job. I'm Macduff, and I'm a talking dog. <laughs> Macduff, the talking dog, 1976 NBC. 13 episodes, but only 11 aired. Because they're like, all right, enough. We've got enough of this. But, uh,. The premise is a fellow's a veterinarian, and uh, he's a, he's the only one who can see this ghost of Macduff the talking dog. He's half dog, half ghost, but he's the most Macduff the talking dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, again, it's just about a guy with mental problems. I think this whole show is <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're doing like a, when the when the intro starts, it's a close up of this old English sheepdog, and he's talking. He's like the Mister Ed thing with the mouth moving, like chewing peanut butter or something. And he's like talking, and then they show clips of the show. And at one point, the guy's treating a chimp, but the chimp is like dressed in pants and a shirt and stuff. So that's awesome. Whatever a chimp wearing human clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really want to watch this show just to see that chimp. I hope he's okay. You know. Um, but yeah, so McDuff, the talking dog, he's a talking dog, but he's also a ghost. He's also a ghost. So. <laughs> He's got it all going on. That's a pretty amazing. I would have rather seen him gruff the crime dog show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I think you pitched that idea. All right. Uh, so it's a veterinarian. He has a talking dog who helps him treat the animals because the dog can talk to the animals. Hey, that sounds like a pretty good idea. But you know what? Yeah. Let's make the dog a ghost as well. How about that? The dog's a ghost. <laughs> It's a talking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Big Duff. <laughs> talking dog. All right. So up to number two. I had never heard of this one either. We were cold and choking when I lost out in a storm. Hoping to get warm, a Phantom, 1971 ABC, <laughs> 17 episodes. Again, another Scooby-Doo ripoff. Uh, so trying to find shelter from a storm while driving their loony, doony, dune buggy, three teenagers, the brainy redhead Skip Gilroy, the blonde beauty April Stewart, 
Nabrani <laughs> dark-haired Augie Anderson and their dog Elmo entered an old house where a grandfather clock displayed the incorrect time. Upon setting the clock to midnight, it released two Revolutionary War-era ghosts, an American patriot Ooh, named Jonathan Wellington. One of them a Wellington. dog? <laughs> no, no, one's a cat. Uh, an American patriot <laughs> named Jonathan Wellington Mudsy Muddlemore and his cat, whom he trained to respond to the name of Boo. The two explained that during the Revolutionary War, they had stumbled upon two redcoats and ended up hiding inside the clock. But they were unable to get out of the clock, and they eventually died inside. That is horrific. (laughs) (laughs) What were their final moments like? That poor cat stuck in a clock with this jerk, and he's like, oh, my God. Get out of this clock. So they die, and then these kids come along and they free their ghosts. So then they help them in their adventures as they investigate other ghosts. <laughs> the funky Phantom. And the Phantom's voice was also the Snagglepuss guy. I think you could probably hear. Yeah, it sounded that. again. Yeah, very, very familiar. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to mention Scatman Crothers did a voice of uh, the bird, the skate birds. He did the scat cat Ooh. voice. Like, like you see the same people do voices Perfect. a lot. And all these cartoons, you know, like, because, uh, of course, Scatman yeah. Brothers was Hong Kong Philly and all that other stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's the Philly. funky phantom. I uh, never heard of it. Certainly sounds interesting. A, her- a horrific <laughs> backstory uh, that they died. He definitely clock. ate that cat, probably, right? Like, he was running out of food. And... <laughs> And all right, so we're down to one laugh left. Uh, I never heard of this show, but I want to watch every episode of it at least twice. So here <laughs> we go. I'm Waldo Gitsy, a meek and mild kind of cat, but I'm a daring hero. I like being that When I see a friend in need I want to be a friend in need I just pretend and suddenly I'm anyone I want to be A courageous kind of cat He's Waldo Kitty Strong and bold and kind and true Stopping evil villains can't do. Danger calls like Tyro's bark or an enemy is near. I soon become a heroic cat and trouble to fear. Oh, what will we do without you? <laughs> the Secret Lives of Waldo Kitty, 1975, <laughs> NBC, 13 episodes. All right, this was a mix of live action and cartoon. So, like, the episode would start with real cats acting out a scene. Uh, the hero here is a cat named Waldo, and uh, he is uh, his girlfriend is named Felicia, and there's a, a bulldog named Tyrone. And Tyrone usually is chasing after Felicia and Waldo and causing trouble, bullying them and stuff. So then that causes Waldo to daydream that he's a hero, and then the cartoon version is like him being a, like a hero to save the day. And uh, he, he takes on different oh. So it's like uh, the old James Thurber uh, short story from 1939, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. 
This is the secret mm-hmm. lives of Waldo Kitty. And you might think, well, that's kind of like, <laughs> so might be a little too close, you know? And uh, you know who else thought that? James Thurber's widow, because she sued the <laughs> shit out of them for making this cartoon. So it, got, it only lasted 13 episodes. But then uh, when it was aired in syndication, it went by the name The, the New Adventures of Waldo Kitty. So to kind of get away from the uh, lawsuit. Ah, there you go. But uh, this show sounds mm-hmm. awesome. And I guess uh, it actually gets some good reviews. Like people that go back and watch it, they say it actually was pretty clever. It was like satirical about a lot of pop culture stuff at the oh. time. So, yeah, I really want to watch Secret Lives. The only thing that would make it better is if the cat was a black cat, you know, but he's like a white cat with like brown <laughs> patches. But uh, The Secret Lives of Wado Kitty, I got to see this show. So I hope the live action awesome. parts are like uh, Toontz's on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> driving. No, no, no. They just like show him climbing trees and running and chasing each other. I think that's basically his benefit. He's not driving cars or anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, Waldo Kitty. That theme song's pretty awesome too. He's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I've noticed that most of these '70s shows are about dogs or cats. At least in the '80s, there was like pandas and shit. They moved on, got a little more imaginative. Yeah. So yeah, I think the '80s definitely had better cartoons. I, it seems like all the big heavy hitters that we think of, like the Jetsons, Flintstones, Scooby Doo, they came in like late '60s and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Bugs Bunny and all that. Um, the '70s are kind of like a dead spot. Not a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Scooby Doo. Everyone was just smoking weed and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we didn't even talk like a, a Jabberjaw was another one from the '70s with a shark. It was kind of like Scooby Doo with a shark. Oh yeah. Remember that Jabberjaw? Um, I haven't heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of Scooby-Doo rip-offs, but there's only one Waldo <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm Waldo yeah. Kitty. Yeah, can't wait. That's awesome. So, I don't know. That's pretty good. <laughs> McDuff the Talking Dog and Waldo Kitty. I, I might have to check those out. <laughs> yeah, that's quite the night you have ahead of you. That's a one-two <laughs> punch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to see how long I can go without playing the slots because I, I haven't logged into the old, uh, you know, FanDuel in a couple of days. So maybe, uh, do you think I can make it next week, like next week without any slots? What do you think? I'll, I think that would bet. be a good start. What are the odds? But I'll, you just I'll bet that the I wish you would, but I, do I think you will? Through. Yeah, I want to give up gambling, but I will bet that I can make it a week. Without slots. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I can get the match, I'll take it. So, there you go. Uh, all right, so there's your uh, Saturday morning cartoon slash live action bullshit. And if we ever have another guest cancel, I guess I'll do like, I don't know, cartoons from the 60s. And then we'll do cartoons from the yeah. 30s and 20s. Cartoons from the late uh, 1800s. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Not the 90s? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Oh, begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> Once you run out of other decades. Yeah. <laughs> Little known cartoons of the 1780s. <laughs> ben Franklin's cat. Yeah, <laughs> so, all right. So, Jake, you put together a top Franklin's 11 list. Ghost wife. Uh, <laughs> I did. He probably locked her in a wall, and she died in a wall. Because remember, they found all these dead bodies in the wall of Ben Franklin's house. So the funky panels in Ben Franklin's house. 
But all right, Jank, you put together a top 11 list of Funkos that you want them to make, even though they've made like millions of yeah. Funkos at this point. They still haven't made these. Terrible. Yep, they've, they've made plenty, but there's a lot that I would like that they have not yet made. So I tried to steer clear of some things. Like I could have just named like all of my favorite bands and like make Funkos of them, but that would, you know, that's yeah. cheating. Um, yeah, because I mean, the world doesn't need Minuto to... Funkos. So thank you, Jank. We don't need that. We don't need Minuto Funkos. But, uh,. <laughs> All right. Once we got Ricky <laughs> Martin, that's all that counts. Uh, <laughs> and this is across um, all genres, I didn't want to include comic books, movies, yeah. everything? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't want to include anything that's just like, like uh, you know, like the Ivan Dragos and Clubber Langs, where they came out with them early, and now the only ones you can get on eBay are like $800. <laughs> so it's like, I would like them to make new ones of those, but I'm not going to include those because they already have technically made them. Yes. Um, <laughs> so... But I do wish they would come out with some new ones. They won't listen to me on that, probably. All right. So number 11, I realize I'm in the minority on this one, and they're probably not going to sell a lot of units if they go this route, but (laughs) I want them to make a Funko of Kane from Spider-Man comics. Not the wrestler, but uh, Kane. Yeah, Kane is from Spider-Man comics. (laughs) Like, when I think Kane... Yeah, during... There's like 30 people I think of, and then none of them have anything to do with Spider-Man. So who is Kane yeah. on the Spider-Man comic? Now, Mike yeah. Daniels hosts um, a comic book podcast, and he doesn't know who this comic book <laughs> yes, character is. I have no idea. Kane. Yeah, I can't say that this iteration is super loved, but basically in the, in the much-loathed clone saga, Kane was the first clone that the Jackal attempted to make of Peter Parker. <laughs> um, okay. So how could you tell that a he was Funko all, he is came Kane? out all deformed? Oh. Uh, so he looked yeah, he had a weird like messed up face and like his spider powers kind of went out of control. Like he had the spider sense but it could kind of see the future as well because it was like yeah, amped up he, to 11. But he could, could he change it? Could he act on it like acting? <laughs> yes. Like, uh, yeah, he could actually do just, stuff. Oh, okay. And like acting. <laughs> and also his yeah. like uh you know, like his ability to stick to things was amped up. So he had this like mark of cane where he would like put his hand on you and basically like pull your skin off. <laughs> and it would leave you like horribly disfigured. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why they didn't make a Funko of this guy. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I've got my Funko set up in like these little shoebox things that fit a row of three. I've got a regular Spider-Man. I've got a Scarlet Spider with the cool hoodie costume. But I really need that third one just so I have a cool little row of different, you know, Peter Parkers. <laughs> so I need that cane. There's got to be another Peter Parker, right? And just, you know, there's got to be like a million. Well, I, technically I have – there was – eventually that cane got his – his shit all got fixed, and he became the new Scarlet Spider – but it's a shitty-looking costume, and I don't like it at all. So <laughs> I want the weird 90s, you know, crazy cane. All right. <laughs> With yeah. the long hair and the black <laughs> like suit. So I'd never heard of this yeah. character what, at all. Um, <laughs> I guess I could Google That's what I need. Can... <laughs> I guess he spells it. Oh, he yeah. spells it with an I. K-A-I. Yeah, with an I. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a pretty cool outfit. Yeah, he was kind of a villain at first. Yeah, I liked it. It's all black with kind of like these gray spider webby type things. Kind of veins, yeah. almost. Yeah, all right. 
So there you King go, Kane. number 11. <laughs> Kane Yeah, Parker. number 11, Kane. <laughs> All right, number 10. Um, a couple of SNL Funkos I'd like to see. Oh. Uh, obviously, with Norm McDonald passing away, you know, not too long ago, maybe a nice yeah. Norm on Weekend Update type of uh, Funko. Give him a little desk. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. And uh, a whole line, maybe, of Tracy Morgans. <laughs> Astronaut Jones. For. Yep, Astronaut, Astronaut Jones. Jones. Brian Fellows. Brian, Brian Flowers. Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. You are not Brian Fellow. Put that phone down. <laughs> Dude, he was awesome. <laughs> that rabbit can't cut his own hair. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty good. So, yeah, I would like all of those. If they want my money, they got to start listening to me. Otherwise, the whole money thing going to Funko, dry up over there. You have there. to be a good character, but you also have to have a distinctive look. And Brian Fella, you could yeah. have him in his little safari outfit, you know, with a little <laughs> hat and everything. Sitting uh, in the weird, like, cross-legged pose. Yeah, an astronaut <laughs> Jones, a little space outfit. Yeah, so that worked out. Yeah. I'm down for that. All right, number nine. All right, this is near and dear to both of our hearts. And uh, obviously me and, uh, you know, Miles Watson is my arch enemy. But there's one thing <laughs> I think we can both agree on is that there needs to be an Al Funko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miles Watson hates Al very much. He, he despises Al. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty Al... sure he said he loves him. No, no, he can't stand him. But, uh, yeah, an Al Funko, I, I guess that the problem there is how would you craft an Al Funko? Like the box would have to because his nose, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, make it, it yeah, you could be... make it a little double wide or something. You can do it. Because usually Funkos don't have them down noses. a little bit. And his whole gimmick <laughs> is his nose. Well, there's plenty that have kind of the bigger faces. Um, like Leech, I got Leech from, you know, Masters of the Universe. We got that big suction cup mouse thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like if they can fit him in there, I feel like you can fit it now. Yeah, why don't they have an Al Funko then? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's like how old they're like, yeah, people don't that. care, but in pog form. <laughs> in pog form. <laughs> I will say this. If they do come out with an Alfunko, I'm going to buy one for Miles Watson. I will send him an Alfunko. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go gaga for it. <laughs> yep. So you need to get on that one for sure. Um, all right, number eight. Uh, so I got a big, you know, collection of horror movie villain Funkos, um, but there's one that's that's dreadfully missing. We need an Angela from Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, what version of Angela are we getting? With a little dingling hanging out, or like in the yeah? I outfit? think you know. <laughs> <laughs> the face, the mouth, the gape, and. <laughs> they can pixelate out the dingling like they've done it with Meredith's boob on the office Funkos, so they can do it. <laughs> pixelate the dingling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You need one of those post haste. That would sell a bunch if they came out with that, right? Yeah. I mean, Larry would get back into Funkos for that. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, you mentioned your display of Funkos. How many Funkos are we talking about, Jake? Uh, I think last I checked it was like 131, <laughs> something like that. 
30. <laughs> I thought you yeah. were going to say like 40 or 50 top. Oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah. How much is a Funko Pop? 100 mark a while back. Oh, I mean, the cheap, I, like the normal yeah. Funko is about 10 bucks, yeah. Okay. And some of these I bought for quite a bit more. <laughs> 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 sad to say <laughs> doesn't make my mad mad monkey addiction oh, seem that bad when he's buying thousands of <laughs> at least I get monkey. something at the end of it though <laughs> yeah I just imagine I spent less on champions uh, I spent less on champions this month than Jenks lifetime Funko expenditure so <laughs> well that's good well that's good <laughs> Uh, it's only been two years since I got my first. Yeah, that's why I think I didn't think. Cause I thought for a while there, there was like a <laughs> you stopped buying them. I thought you quit for a while, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't bought a whole lot recently, but it kind of ebbs and flows. All right. Yeah. Wow. Way more than I thought. Yeah. Uh, like, how, what was Larry at when he stopped? He was close to two hundred, right? Or he was, I think, over two hundred. Right. Holy hell! Yeah. He had <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do you even put 200 Funkos? You know where I uh, – I've got <laughs> – let me count here. i got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have ten Funkos. Um, five of them are Oscar Funkos, and they're all displayed on the desk I got from Amazon when I bought vegetable chips. They're all – I mean, <laughs> I – yeah, I could figure out what to do with ten Funkos. I don't know what I would do with 200 of them. <laughs> like, you could open a mess. museum at that point? Yeah. yeah, especially Larry keeps them all in the box. I know, so that's a lot. Yeah, I mine think, are all yeah. in the box. You take yours out of the box. Yeah, yeah, mine are in the box. The box. They're just stacked up. <laughs> I can put them back the in. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I forgot like a uh, box of Beanie Babies when I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 ching Beanie Babies. <laughs> now you mean because uh, of course in the PizzaGate emails, uh, people were talking about Beanie Babies. But they were talking about uh, narcotics. You're talking about actual Beanie Babies, right? So. No, it's my narcotics collection okay. from when I was 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go up in price as they, as they age. They yeah. fine wine. <laughs> yeah, I hear meth goes up if you uh, just hold on to it for a while. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it ages well. 1998 was a good year for meth. <laughs> Vintage. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, was Alf the last one on the list? Is that where we were at? Uh, no, Angela from Sleepaway Camp was where. We oh yeah, Angela. Off. From uh, that was number eight. So, uh, number seven. This one's for me and Tuppy. Freakazoid. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that is. So you're gonna have to tell me. I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I recognize the name, and I could probably picture what it is, but I never watched Freakazoid, I don't think. Oh, it was the best show. It, this was a 90s cartoon show. It came out of that whole Steven Spielberg thing where they made, like, you know, Tiny yeah. Toons and Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain and stuff. Uh, but this was, like, a superhero right. show. Yeah, he wears, like, <laughs> yep. red pajamas, like a union suit, kind of, with white gloves, white yeah, suits, with a big hat black on hair, it. and he's got a white skin. lightning yep. bolt in his hair. Mm-hmm. And a domino mask like Robin. Yeah, I know this guy. Yep. All right. Yeah. Oh, I love this show. I was just watching it again recently. 
Like, I fucking love the show. Um, I would get, I definitely want at least a Freakazoid. And if you want to make more figures from the show, I'd be down, like, for the Lobe or uh, Cosgrove the Cop, who was voiced by Ed Asner. So that's always good. <laughs> yeah, it was, speaking yeah. of which, we need a Lou Grant Funko. Mary Tyler Moore Ooh. Funko. They gotta make a Mary Tyler Moore Funko. That's what the kids were crying out for: is those Mary Tyler Moore Funkos. Mary Tyler Moore Funko. It comes with like an invisible stand on top of her head, so it looks like the hat is like two feet above her head. (laughs) Yay! They want the Mary Uh, Tyler Moore, the WKRP. They're looking for all those '70s and '80s sitcom Uh, Funkos. I would buy the shit out of WKRP Funkos. Venus Blacktrap Funko. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a great oh, show. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. So what it was, what so was Freakazoid about? It, the description I saw online here: Dexter Douglas is a superhero overloaded with useless information. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he was working on this like special computer, and his his cat kind of walked across it, and there was a oh, flaw in this you know, website or whatever, that, like, if you press these certain buttons followed by delete, it'll suck you into the computer and give you all these superpowers. And so his cat walked across the computer and typed these, all the, happened to type that random thing, and then he'd hit delete to, you know, get rid of it, and he got sucked in and turned into this freakazoid thing. But he's just kind of, he's just very high energy and crazy, and um, <laughs> it's very funny. It takes, it's got a lot of jokes about superhero things. Um, there's a whole episode where, like, this villain Cobra Queen was hiding down in the sewers, and like because I was like, I'm not going down there. It smells like poo gas. <laughs> smells like poo most gas. Most of the episode was him trying to avoid going in the sewers because it smells like poo gas. He was talking to his cop buddy, and his cop buddy's like, I'm not going down there. It smells like poo gas. <laughs> Comedy gold. Poo gas. <laughs> it lasted 24 and there episodes. A couple, 24 yeah, episodes, two, two seasons. seasons. Yeah. 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 So like random WB or something? Yeah. Yeah, Kids WB. Loved it. There was, like, other superheroes that would come on, like Lord Bravery. They did a couple of those, which were good. It was, like, this British guy who, like, kept having problems with, like, his in-laws or, like, people taking his name. And then he had to change his name. And he had to try to get other people to change their business names so he could use his old name again. Um, there was this guy, the Huntsman. It was kind of like a jacked up uh like robin hood type guy and he kind of had a voice of like charlton heston and uh basically every episode was just him going to the chief of police like his commissioner gordon essentially being like is there any crime for me to fight and (laughs) chief just be like no no we got nothing he was just like darn darn it all darn and then he walked away all sad and that was pretty much it that was like every Uh, episode (laughs) sounds awesome yeah pretty good uh people also ask why was freakazoid canceled and the answer is uh, the low ratings. Sorry, yeah, thanks. I never figured that out. <laughs> I thought yeah. there was some top secret reason why I got canceled. No, low ratings. So, <laughs> hey, it, it was created yeah. by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini. Mm-hmm. The folks yeah. that did the, uh, think the you, famous think... Batman show. Yeah, I'm sure they just were doing all those and wanted to do something like that, you know, in that same vein, but you know, having fun with it. So. This was a good outlet for them, I think. There you go. Freakazoid. All right. Yeah. We have number five. Uh, number six. Oh, number six. Um, I would like, yeah, at least one or two waves of Kids in the Hall Funkos. <laughs> Past. 
Ah, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) You could do all five of them in different, like, you know, recurring characters, and then you could do a whole other wave of other characters. Yeah. I think Dave Foley would be (laughs) up for that. Oh, for sure. (laughs) He'll take any paychecks he can give them these days. (laughs) Hey, news radio. Had a rough divorce, I think. Okay. Uh, I'll take the kids in the hall ones over the news radio <laughs> ones. That's <laughs> just me. <laughs> I'm gonna, or if they do come out with that, I'll get you a nice Andy Dick. How about that? <laughs> yeah, Andy Dick was great on that show. <laughs> I used to love the Andy Dick show. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, he was a funny guy. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> All right. Well, number five, you're not going to like this one, but for God's sake, why isn't there a Vic Mackey Funko? <laughs> I railed about this all the time on is Mackey's it, Clubhouse. But. Isn't every Funko a Vic Mackey Funko if you squint? I don't they all look like Vic Mackey? <laughs> it should be like a plain one without any hair. <laughs> yeah, they're all, they're all Vic Mackey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they never made any Shield Funkos. I guess because it was off the air by that point, and they figured nobody cared. But I, I care. I want yeah, a you Vic and Larry. Mackey Funko. There's you tons of Sons of Anarchy Funkos. <laughs> my really? Funkos. Yeah. Man, they just scraped the shit out of the bottom of that barrel, didn't they? Sons of Anarchy Funkos? I, mean, I think those were early. Yeah, I mean, that was like a recent thing. That was probably early on in the Funko run. Man, holy hell. That's not good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, like this, people love The Shield. It's still a very respected show. Yeah. You say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next up, I've got the rest of the, uh, number four, uh, the rest of the Letterkenny characters. Um, obviously, they've got the four Hicks and they got the two hockey players. But let's keep going. You know, where's Stewart and Rold and McMurray's oh. and they don't have Stewart. <laughs> Not for sure. Not yet. Stewart. I'm hoping they're sure. working on it. The hockey players just came out probably a month, month and a half ago. So, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that is surprising to me. I know uh, Stewart. Yeah. What about uh, who's yeah, the guy? Yeah, they didn't have any letter Kenny Shungos for the longest time. Who, 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 <laughs> the ginger. Like, yeah, boot. the ginger. Get a ginger Funko. Yeah. <laughs> and the ostrich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something else. Hey, uh, so we're up to number three, and I still haven't heard Sybil Danning's name. So I'm, hoping <laughs> I'm assuming Donna's number one, um, but... Oh, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Andy Sedaris Funko. Her Funko looks like it was put under hot lights forever. Oh, oh, <laughs> it melted. All right. Well, number three. Okay. I think I'll get you back on board on this one, Mike Dell. All right. There still is not a Columbo Funko. Oh, what the fuck? That would be such a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I looked earlier, and there's a couple people who made (laughs) custom ones. Some of them look pretty cool. Some are just kind of lame. But still no official actual Columbo Funko. So get on that. What the fuck? You know, you could do a whole line of Columbo ones because you could do the killers. 
Um, like I saw this yeah. poster on Etsy. I almost got this poster, Jay. It's a. Uh, it's like these little impressionistic, like uh, graphic design kind of stuff, like no features. I've seen on this. The, yeah, and they just depict all the killers yeah. of all every club. It's so awesome. But yeah, you could do that with the Funkas because there's very distinctive outfits some of the killers have, you know, and you could. Oh, that'd be mm-hmm. great. Especially like the Great Santini, like that'd be an easy one. Yes. <laughs> or the one where Rob, uh, Robert Culp dressed up as the ice cream man to kill uh, Dean Stockwell in the swimming pool, the block of ice. Yeah. You could wear the ice cream yeah. man outfit. So, yeah, it'd be a lot of good ones. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. All right. I'd love it. Yeah, that's the best one, though. I would buy the shit out of a Colombo Funko. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. I don't know. That makes no there's, sense. There's definitely know. demand for that one, I think, out there. I saw some Reddit yeah. saying, like, hey, why isn't there a Colombo Funko? Hey, hey, Tuffy, <laughs> I got news for you. Colombo has never been more popular than he is right now because he's on all these Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, if you look at, like, most popular yeah. like Peacock or Tubi, it's Columbo. Columbo is, like, top three. He's, like, boom, right there. Wow. Everyone loves That doesn't Columbo. mean it makes sense. We started a trend. <laughs> so. I will say on Twitter, uh, there's, like, a baseball writer I follow. A lot of Columbo action on that account. <laughs> that guy's cool. He gets it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, someone, uh, Jake, you're not on the Twitter, but a couple of months ago, someone sent me a tweet that uh, James Kahn was tweeting about Columbo. He said, is it wrong to watch Columbo yeah. all day asking for a friend? Yes. It's Jimmy Kahn. <laughs> wow. He could be Sonny a godfather right now, but he's watching Columbo. The drain. Yeah, that should tell you something. <laughs> Columbo is what all the cool kids That's do. That's why Sonny was never fit to run the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's why I stayed at that toll booth too long. He was like, one more thing. <laughs> That's when I got him. <laughs> uh, too bad. All right, uh, number two. <laughs> All right, so number two, um, obviously coming out with some new Alexa Bliss Funkos, which I'm very happy about. Oh, yeah, nice. um, I have a, an Eliza Dushku Funko from Buffy. Um, I've got a Kelly Kapowski Funko. That's that's right up my alley. Um, I've got three different Scarlet Witches, you know, so that's that's good. It's good to hang (laughs) out. But what I'm missing that they have not made, an Avril Lavigne Funko. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, I'm on board here. (laughs) Avril Yeah. It could be a two-pack. Give it, it could be Avril right Lavigne, and then the girl who replaced Avril Lavigne. You could have like a two-pack. <laughs> hey, I'll take them both. That's fine. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be the greatest Levine. way to make three right there. <laughs> yeah, like, again, this is where I show my age. I'm just too old for the Avril Lavigne love. I don't get it. But uh, you kids, you love it. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Someone give Jank his happy ending. <laughs> Funko, I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I just got one left here. So my number one, I Oscar. mentioned, you know, that I don't Another have Clubber Lang or Ivan Drago. <laughs> no. Right. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess if it'll get us a gift for you for Christmas, then sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the real hero of the Rocky movies has yet to been made into a Funko. So what? I want a goddamn Funko 
for the robot from Rocky IV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the robot. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to say Mickey. They didn't make a Mickey one. I was like, what? Like, Mickey? <laughs> Actually, they don't have a Mickey, I don't think. Yeah. That's crazy talk. How can they not have a Mickey? It really is. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. But yeah, I want the robot. Like they make those little reaction figures. You ever see those? Like the three and three quarter inch figures. They made a like a fig like a robot of that. But like I want a Funko. Because <laughs> the eyes are perfect for that. Yeah, <laughs> you like your robots. I can't believe that's the uh, number robots, one Funko. You, that's number one of everything. <laughs> a robot from the Rock. Yeah, yeah Avril Lavigne should be number one. <laughs> well, they're both neck and neck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not in the the uh, the Funko circles here, so I don't know what they've made and what they haven't. But uh, Columbo would be number one on my list. They got it, and Alf. Those are two good ones for me, Alf and Columbo. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they made the list. Any uh, like, oh, what about Lancelot Link? A Lancelot Link? Do they make chimp Funkos like Lancelot Link? Secret chimp. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> no, I don't think so. What about Maxwell Smart? Uh, get Smart. Uh, Agent 99. I'll buy those. I don't know. You know, they probably probably made him for the shitty movie, Steve Carell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably never made him for the show. Yeah, yeah I don't want those. I don't want those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, they, do they have, like, uh, Cheers Funkos? I think they do. Yeah. I get a Diane. I'm pretty sure. Ooh. Big Diane fan. Uh, <laughs> Get that girl from Sleepaway Camp 2. It was in that episode of Cheers. <laughs> she had that walk on for five seconds on Cheers. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no Sybil Danning funk as I checked, just to make sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a missed opportunity. You could have her throwing but a I, spear. Like but I guess the there is go. like a Sybil Danning that. There's like a Sybil Danning action figure, like a doll size of uh, Battle Beyond the Stars, the Valkyrie Sybil Danning. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah. So, wow, good job there, Jank, with the lists. Um, again, Columbo should be number one. Fuck that robot. <laughs> but, mm. <laughs> I love that robot. He's my hero. <laughs> He's last she. <laughs> get, a, get a Waldo Kitty Funko. He's a funko. All right, so Tuffy, what have you been up to this week? Anything? I'm sure you put together a top 11 list since Jank and I put together a list. I'm sure you have one. Uh, well, we covered in the pre-show that uh, I didn't see your Facebook message that our guest canceled. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Tuffy, yeah, for those people who uh, remember we went through this a week ago on the show, I was, I was, you know, uh, criticized and berated pretty heavily for not letting for like talking to you guys separately when like why don't we just talk to each other on a facebook message group and i was like well i didn't think tuffy used it that's why i talked to tuffy on twitter <laughs> tuffy's like no i use i got facebook messenger so now this week we try to yeah. you know converse through space and tuffy doesn't even <laughs> check the messages what gives well he normally because uh, i don't get the notification on my phone but usually i get an email that says mike dell sent you a message but I didn't get that email hmm. for this one. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Or so, I deleted uh, it 
without noticing. That's also yeah. possible. If they make it through the filter, they just delete them immediately if they see my name. So, but yeah, uh-huh. so, but yeah I mean, I try to tell you, but yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll keep messaging you through Facebook, Tubby. But if I don't, maybe if I you, usually maybe you do acknowledge them. them. Maybe you like just acknowledge <laughs> them, like give a thumbs up or something like that. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do wonder sometimes because I never respond to anything. It's like, am I supposed to say something here or? Yeah, maybe going forward because I, I assumed you knew the guest cancel, but maybe uh, just give us a thumbs up to know you got it, you know? I mean, we had nothing. We're still like two and a half hours in. <laughs> well, because yeah, Jank and I hustled and we put together a bunch of crap to feel yeah. an hour and a half. But, uh <laughs> And you know, I don't have access to the switchboard to upload clips, so I really, yeah. you know, yeah, really puts so. a hindrance on my uh, abilities. It's all right, I Tommy. Guess. You're here as our attorney. You're here as our legal advisor. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> just Paul keep Bob me out of prison. Buried in champions all week. A lot of champions. Yeah, yeah they released another new <laughs> edge. Hey, Tuffy, they said yeah. they're releasing a bunch of new WrestleMania icon characters. And I think they said there's going to be I some more that. female WrestleMania icon characters. And that got me thinking, mm. who could it possibly be? Because they never really let ladies have matches on WrestleMania too often. And they already had Charlotte, yeah. uh, Becky, and uh, Nikki Bella. So uh, Sasha, I guess. Would Sasha have to be? Yes, Sasha, Bianca maybe. Um, but she's only had the one match. Oh, she didn't really have Asuka. a WrestleMania moment. She just got – she was lost in like six seconds or whatever. Austin's had two <laughs> matches, uh, but she um, lost them both to Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, uh, Bianca only has the one WrestleMania. She beat uh, Sasha to the belt. Bailey? She lost it. Uh, Bailey? Um, she lost the tag titles with Sasha to the Iconics at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think they're making the Iconics. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> Hey, did you notice they updated like the intro screen when you log in? Like they, because they had so many wrestlers that have been fired on that intro, they they took yeah, them out. Yeah, I thought something about that. So now it's like Stone Cold's at the front, but Oscar's still there. They still have Oscar. They updated the Oscar. It's a new Oscar, but she's still featured yeah. prominently. So that's nice. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because last time there was like maybe twenty wrestlers featured, and ten of them had been fired in the last year. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to do something about that. We can't. <laughs> Can't have them there. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so one week away from WrestleMania, that'll be something. We'll uh, talk about that. Uh, well, I guess next week when we're doing the show, they'll be having the Hall of Fame introduction inductions. Sure. Um, Undertaker will be still walking down. Or yeah, because we're doing that Friday <laughs> right after SmackDown. So that'll be something. You better start walking now if he's going to make it. Yeah. Good old Undertaker. <laughs> You should just get one of those floors that, like, raise up and just have him under there and it just lifts him up. <laughs> hey, hey, what about Triple H? He uh, announced he had to retire. He's, his wrestling career is done because he almost died. Uh, his heart really? went into heart failure um, very oh, close shit. to dying because he got viral pneumonia and he was hacking up blood. Oh. And uh, he went into the – like the heart, uh, what do they call it when they pump? They measure your heart strength. Jank, you're probably aware of this number, right? Heart infraction is what it's called, right? Uh, sure. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but it's supposed to be like... <laughs> it's it's like, 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 like
<laughs> what don't you? I don't think I've had an yeah. But yeah, I don't think see? I've had that particular issue. Well, that's good because yeah. you don't want this trouble. Because my old man went through all this yeah. with his heart failure. <laughs> uh, like your heart, it, if it's pumping out, it normally measures between like fifty and sixty. And if you get down into like uh, twenty, uh, that's really dangerous. Like you could probably have heart failure okay. at any second. And Triple H was down to twelve. Ooh. So Ooh. they had to get him into the hospital like immediately. And now he has a, an, a defibrillator right in his chest, like my dad had as well. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, his wrestling career is done, and he's still trying to. I'm in big on the men. Um. Well, what was that, Tuffy? Him and Big E. Yeah, it looks like uh, Big E. Uh, he he went to the doctor and he said he came real close to having a stroke or being paralyzed or dying because of that C1 yeah. fracture in his spine. So yeah, it's going to be doubtful if he comes back. Um, yeah. Man. But her best at Triple H because he he hasn't been doing any media. I guess he did an interview today with Stephen A. Smith on uh, okay. ESPN, and he talked all about it. But yeah, he was like uh, close to dying. So it's like, holy fuck. When did Triple this happen? H. When's the last time it happened? Month. It was months ago that it happened, and he's been out of the spotlight. Like, because remember, okay. people were saying like, "Oh, Vince fired him from NXT and shit." Well, it's because oh, Triple yeah. H almost yeah, yeah. died. <laughs> he was he <laughs> <almost> <laughs> died. Uh, that's what's going on there. Um, so uh, our best to Triple H. I love Triple H. He's a good fellow. So uh, keep that going. Hopefully he's he's, yeah. he's got a family. He's, you know, he's got three daughters. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully he's all right. Uh, Jake, what have you been watching this week? Co-star of Blade movies? Trinity. Uh, <laughs> I did watch one terrible movie. Um, so I watched. I tried watching that Deep Waters. I think it's called on Hulu. Okay. Um, oh, uh, like ben psychological Anna de Armas. Yeah, Anna de Armas. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish it was uh, a little bit more sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now the good news was Anna Darmus did get topless like probably I don't know 15 20 minutes in for what you've seen, but that was about it. <laughs> so the rest of the movie is kind of a waste. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, the movie itself it's not very good, and the ending was really dumb. Um, but yeah, she's just she's kind of a terrible person in the movie. <laughs> Uh, her and Ben Affleck are married. They've got a kid, uh, probably like you know five or six. And uh, Anna de Armas is clearly like cheating on him constantly. Like she always has a, like a new male friend that she's always bringing to their parties and stuff. And <laughs> all their friends can tell like, hey, like what's up with your wife? Like she's banging these guys. <laughs> is this my new male friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you see, like, he sees them, uh, her making out with one of them early on, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he tells, he goes to the one guy, and he's like, yeah, like, her, uh, she used to have this other friend. Maybe you heard about him. He disappeared. <laughs> so Sometimes she trying, has like, no friends scare for, like, an hour at a time, and they just hang out at a motel. Yeah. <laughs> should I be concerned? Yes. Yes, you should be worried. Yes, you should. <laughs> Yeah, so he kind I of think, tries to scare the guy off. I think like, I'm in deep waters he, here. He killed. Is that how they got the title? I'm in <laughs> deep waters with this lady. Could be. Right, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he tries to like threaten the guy kind of covertly by saying that he killed this other you know friend that she had. 
Uh, and so it's kind of like, uh, oh, is he serious about this or was he kidding? <laughs> like, is he actually murdering people or not? And that's kind of, I guess, the premise of the movie then. Although it's answered pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, from just the commercials, she seems loopy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, very loopy. <laughs> and she just really doesn't seem Was to it give better a fuck than Knock Knock. No, I would watch Knock Knock again in a second. <laughs> Free pizza. <laughs> you fucked me. You fucked me. <laughs> a lot more sex in there. Like here, like she's clearly like she'll come out of like the garage or something with one of the guys, but it's like okay, you missed all the good stuff. <laughs> Buttoning her top, and after like, hey, what's going on in there? Just, you know, <laughs> trying on clothes with my male friend. No big deal. Yeah. So, uh, so Ben asked, like, <laughs> yeah. he was dating. And is this how they met doing this movie? Yes. Um, but apparently the breakup was so bad that they couldn't do any press together now that the movie is actually <laughs> coming out. <laughs> I can see that from her perspective, for sure. Yeah. Now, now he's back yeah. with J-Lo now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That ben circle, I guess. He went from <laughs> J-Lo to Jennifer Garner to Anna de Armas, now Jennifer Lopez. Just Yeah. Around. There's probably Paltrow, I think, before all that, right? Yeah, probably a couple dozen hookers in between. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Ben Affleck. Living the probably life. Probably Matt Damon at some point. Living the life. <laughs> so, I don't know. I still can't get Sybil yeah. Danning to acknowledge me. And he's walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Lopez. So, all right. Uh, did you watch anything else? Uh, no. I'm thinking about maybe going to see the Batman this weekend, but I don't know if that'll Batman. happen. So we recorded Flea Market Fantasy uh, again last night there, uh, me and Michael. And the first thing Michael says to me, as soon as we get on the Skype, he says, hey, did you see the Batman? I'm like, no. <laughs> last week. You asked last I'm never going to fucking see the Batman. Don't ask, but every week he's just going to ask me, see the Batman? No, I'm not going to fucking see the goddamn Batman. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something you would do. No, <laughs> not, not at all. No, it does not. So, uh, yeah. Bad enough what you got to read his comics sometimes on the show. So Flea Market Fantasy right now, the A-Team is up there. Issue one of the A-Team with mm-hmm. Miles Watson, he guest starred. And then uh, this week we just recorded uh, the question. Michael picked the question. Oh yeah. DC. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Uh, from 1987. Oh. And then uh, the following week I picked uh, Black Lightning, 1977 or 78 uh, DC Comics. Oh. It's only I don't like DC, but I like Black Lightning. So I'll get Black Lightning. <laughs> uh, what All else? Right. I haven't watched any movies or anything. But I have uh, gone back to watch Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's on the Disney Plus now. And uh, I missed the final few seasons of it. So I went back and I started watching season six. And I just I enjoy that show quite a bit because uh, it has issues. Yeah, I I do. I just like the show. Uh, Like I I would like to edit a lot of their dialogue and just uh, especially in the first (laughs) few episodes of a season, it seems to be particularly clunky. But once they find their stride, uh, each season always gets better. And the one thing they do that I always learn from when I watch is they always make really great choices with big picture plotting 
and uh, the things they do to keep the story going and to make things worse for their characters and the stuff they do there is really great. So I enjoy watching that. So I'm enjoying this season. Uh, I think I'm about seven or eight episodes in, maybe nine. I don't know. Put them in there. Uh, so this is ep- this is season six, and they go episode or season seven, I think, is when they end. So I still got a bit to go, but uh, so that's something. I don't remember so, any of that yeah. from the first couple of seasons that I watched of that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't remember any yeah, of the season arcs being very good. Agreed. The first couple of seasons were different. I I would say by well actually really by the end of season two because I think they divided up their seasons weird too back then like they would do half. Yeah, half. true. So the second half of season two, it really found its stride in that sense. It started doing bigger stuff and really cool things. And then I think it's been pretty hmm. good. Like season four was really good, uh, particularly the second half of season four. Um, and even like season five, it was it was different, but it, it still, again, make really cool plotting choices. So I always like to uh, watch that and take note. But um, otherwise, yeah. that's about it. Toffee, you've been Man, I like that girl that plays Quake. Good. Yeah, Chloe Bennett is spectacular, and uh, the yeah. girl that plays uh, Simmons is also really cute. Um, I think her name's right. Henstridge. She's like British, but not Natasha Henstridge. I think. Yeah, Elizabeth Henstridge, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yep. Um, and there's some other good-looking <laughs> ladies in this season. So uh, yeah, it's always worth watching. Uh, Tuffy, are you watching anything? Survivor's back. Oh, Survivor's back. <laughs> Is, and, now, uh, is, this, is this the season they release, they release a monster on the island? Because I heard they're going to release no. a monster. Oh, all right. No. <laughs> it was like the monster inside the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see a commercial for this, Tuffy. In the commercial I saw, there was a guy complaining because he's vegan. And he's like, I don't know if I can still be vegan out here playing Survivor. And meanwhile, they show him surrounded by nothing but vegetation. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well so they filmed this one right on after. <laughs> they filmed this one right after their previous one, uh, which they had to shorten it by 14 days to quarantine everybody, so they don't give them rice to make it that much harder. So he had no food to eat because I guess they don't know what's <laughs> edible of the vegetation. And then uh, someone, like, caught a crab scuttling along the beach, and they threw it in a pot, and he didn't know if he could eat the crab or not. Did he eat the crab? But he uh, he did eat the crab. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. You know, take away his vegan powers. Yeah, we lost another uh-huh. one. There goes another vegan. But like, be uh, like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, this week featured one of the worst – like, these people are not doing great, I would say. Because <laughs> um, there's all kinds of different advantages and twists, and it used to be, you know, you could just find a hidden immunity idol out in the woods. Now, last season and this season, you find a clue because there's three different tribes, and then at the next challenge, you have to say some weird phrase, and if all three are found and all three people <laughs> say the phrase, then you have an immunity idol. But until that happens, you don't have a vote at tribal council. I, I so want the secret convoluted. phrase to be, fuck you, Jeff Probst. Is that the secret phrase? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jeff Probst. <laughs> They're really weird. Like one of them is, hey, have you ever heard the story about the rabbit in the mailbox or something like that? <laughs> That's 
sounds like a porno going on here. I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so one person had lost their vote, and then there's another thing where they send people off uh, to this other island where you and a person from another tribe, you know, you walk up a big hill and talk to each other, and then you go off and make a decision where you can either save your vote or risk your vote, and if everybody risks their vote, then you all lose it. If any person saves it, then the other people get an extra vote if they chose to risk it, so... They went off to the island and all chose to risk their vote, so another person lost their vote. And so at the tribal council, you have five people, but only three votes or two votes, I think, and then it ended up being a tie. Some of the people didn't know what was going on, why votes were missing. And then if you're tied, you got to draw rocks. And the one guy had the worst play ever, I think, because he said, I just want to start by saying, there's no way I'm going to draw rocks. So do you think you'll change your vote? Because if it stays tied, um, the people who have been voted for are safe, and the other people just draw rocks, and whoever draws the black rock is voted out or the white rock, whatever it is. So he started off his negotiation by saying, there's no way I'm going to risk it, but what about you? Do you think you'll risk it? Hmm. Yeah, so the other guy said, no, I'm not – yes, I am willing to draw rocks. So since you're not, I get to pick, basically. So that was uh, entertaining. Yeah. They made the game very complicated these days. Uh, That was before that, but yeah. Where where are they? Do do they change? Where is this island at? Fiji. It's always in Fiji now. I I guess we always mention this. I guess they don't do any in like cold, like in like Alaska or something because of the equipment and everything. No. Is that the situation? Uh, the first, like, five or ten seasons, they kind of moved around. And then, I mean, I, I don't know how many seasons, I guess, because they're in, like, 42. But for the last <laughs> while, they've always just been in CG. That is so insane to hear that there have been 42 seasons of Survivor. Wow. Yeah. Fucking nuts. I think you could only go to a cold yeah. place if you had a robot with you that could share its warmth yeah. by holding hands sure. with you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, I watched the rest of Our Flag Means Death, the show on HBO. The pirate show you were oh, telling yeah. us about last Pirate night. show, yeah, with Reese Darby. And uh, you, you said it was okay, no, but it's not amazing. Uh, did it get yeah, strong? Yeah, not bad. Uh, it's, uh, I think there's still more to come. It didn't seem like the end, and that I feel like they're releasing a couple a week. So there might be more available now. I haven't checked lately. Yeah. But, uh, right. yeah, Reese Darby and Taika Waititi's in it as Blackbeard the Pirate. Taika Waititi. And uh, Moon Knight starts soon, right, Jank? I think next week? Or... <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. The Moon Knight. The Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, the Moon Knight. Hey, did you see, uh, I saw a trailer for Ms. Marvel that they're doing, Disney Plus. Are, are you aware I of saw it? that they put out a trailer. I, I didn't watch it. I have no interest in that show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not for middle-aged shut-ins who like cats, but it's uh, for the teenage girls. <laughs> but I, I still watched the trailer because I uh, checked out some of those comics back in the day, and, you know, it was interesting. But uh, they totally changed her powers. Like, in the comic books, Miss Marvel, like, she could grow, like, Mr. Fantastic, like, all stretchy and make her yeah. fist real big and shit. 
Well, now she just has, like, magical bracelets that can, like, shoot energy and shit. Weird. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I realized that was a stupid power to begin with, but <laughs> it's weird to just I, I, I think it. But I think, I think it, it might have something to do with, like, what they're trying to do with the uh, Shang-Chi and his Ten Rings, how it's, like, an ancient artifact oh, or something. And I'm thinking they're going to tie in these bracelets, like, the same thing, and... They're oh, building no. towards something with it, all this crap, but I don't know what exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but when I saw that, I was like, if, if I was a fan of this comic book, I would be kind of outraged. They just changed the. Hey, I'm going to make a That's Daredevil thing show, but, I don't... but he can see. He has his sight. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be Daredevil, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you can't just change he shit like see, that. But he's got like sonic screen powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Daredevil. <laughs> I think the only reason they're doing that is because there are no fans to piss off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Marvel fans. Come on, Mrs. Marvel. The sales of that have always been in the toilet, but Marvel keeps being like, "Oh no, she's super popular." Oh, really? <laughs> Legitimately, it's not popular. I thought it was. Yeah, oh, no, no. They try to say it is, but the only <laughs> people buying it are the librarians. We're like, oh, oh we'll man. we'll look good if we buy this for our <laughs> for our collection, but oh, oh uh, the sales, I think. Another it's show I've been watching show. is the thing about Pam on NBC. That's pretty With good. With Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Now apparently there's I'd like a, is there like a murder or something and like she's a she's like kind of lying about it or what something like that happened? Uh, yeah, Renee Zellweger uh, murdered some friend of hers and then sort of framed up her husband. But the show presents it as basically because it's kind of this small town is the reason she gets away with it because she didn't do a very good job of covering it up. Uh, and then I guess. Eventually, she does get caught, but, like, the guy's – the lady's husband got convicted and sent to jail for a bit. Uh, oh, so this was a true story. There's something about pain. Yeah, I guess it uh, – there was a Dateline and then a podcast and now a TV show. Hey, when oh. I hear the title, there's something about Pam. How great would it be if uh, it was Pam from The Office who kills uh, – <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she frames, uh, you know, John Krasinski, whatever, Jim. And he gets arrested. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> but uh, he just looks at the camera awkwardly while he's sitting there in his jail cell. <laughs> yeah. Because despite the uh, the sort of premise of the show, I would say it's a fairly comedic tone, or it's like a it's a the way they do it is interesting. I think it's a, very good. I would recommend watching it. And, and this is just on NBC. Because you don't see many NBC good shows and, on uh, just NBC. Yeah. Right? So Probably on Peacock too, then, I'm assuming. But yeah, the cock. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I've been watching Winning Time, the show on HBO about the Lakers. Oh yeah, oh, that looks yeah. pretty good. John C. Riley. Uh, yeah. Yeah, those commercials look nice. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the show that uh, caused the fracture between Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Yeah, you told you. Yeah. yeah. Will Ferrell really wanted to play Jerry Bus. So is it but good? Yeah, that's uh, I enjoy it. Yeah, the commercials I saw. Again, I might give that a watch. Stylistically, it's a little little weird because there's a lot of fourth wall breaking, 
and they'll have some stuff that looks like it was shot on like 70s film where it's grainy and stuff like that, but it's not bad. It's interesting. You know, it's good. All right. Um, That's HBO again, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's something. I mean, if you went enough on the, yeah, slot, on the HBO you train. could get HBO. Yeah, maybe I can turn <laughs> yeah. that Providence plus 12 money into uh, yeah. yeah, that part. Yeah, you're plus almost Game there. It's like fourteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think. I was going to say something else, and uh, now I, I can't remember. I think it was TV show related, but uh, I don't know. So, uh, all right. I guess that's it. Uh, nothing else to talk about. So next week, uh, I've been going back and forth in my mind whether we should do Body Slam or Chainsaw Hookers because it is WrestleMania, but I don't know. I, I guess Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but we're going to have to come up with some well, sort of a wrestling-themed Top 11 or something to, you know, make wrestling. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. You guys got to pick the winners on the match or uh, on the show. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. My match, and you guys can do like an Oscar ballot, but for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. usually pretty easy to tell who's going to win. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Todd, I'm not 100% I, on on which one. Like the Brock versus Roman, I don't know for sure. I don't know if I. Uh, Roman. Come on. Yeah, probably, but, you know. I guess I could see Brock doing Because Brock seems to be, like, way into wrestling now. Like, he seems to really be into yeah. himself. And uh, he's loving it. And there's all kinds of stories about backstage, how he's helping other wrestlers and shit. And so maybe he's like, he finally realized, all right, yeah, and like I love the, wrestling. Uh, and I'm just, yeah. So, yeah. The Roman reign, the, his championship reign has to end at some point. At some point. Like but he's I, not I think, Bruno San Martino here. But do you want Lesnar to be the guy to break it? Because you can make a superstar if you have someone else break it, like a, like a young up-and-comer. Like you could really – but who would it be, though? That's the thing. I'm also Johnny kind of assuming there's not going to be a any kind of clean finish because I don't know why they want to unify the titles. Oh, is that a thing they're doing? They're actually going to unify the titles? Well, I don't know if they're unifying them, but if one person has them, yeah, I don't know how you – I mean, I guess they well, would separate well, them some way or another. But Becky had yeah. both, and she had to defend them on both. She had to defend it twice on one night, you know, one SmackDown and Raw on the same pay-per-view. Yeah. But um, – uh yeah I don't know um I Unless will probably have that one. next week but yeah we'll save all the good stuff for then uh, I'll see if I yeah, can but... get a wrestling top eleven together for us yeah kick around ideas um I don't know Jank yeah I think I have a name my ideas in the in the Facebook message group yeah that's right <laughs> yeah we'll <talk> perfect we'll <laughs> <laughs> plan the show. But yeah, Jank, your buddy Johnny Knoxville uh, fighting Sami Zayn, and uh, Sami Zayn's been doing a lot of good stuff to build this rivalry here. He's been going around like uh, Knoxville's hometown, talking to people on the street, asking them about Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> and uh, if they like Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say, Tuppy. Uh, I was at SmackDown right before the show. And they had a little retrospective of uh, Baron Corbin, you know, and um, yeah, I uh, turned paused it right before that. So, but but we what we need on WWE champions like the Funk is we need bum Baron Corbin on WWE champions, where he just had like the yeah. monster stain <laughs> on his shirt, 
And then <laughs> that, that's who yeah. we need on chance. Yeah. Bum Baron Corbin. Well, awesome. they are coming out with people so often. I know. It's crazy. There's uh, got to be a limit at some point. They used to come out with like one person a month, maybe. And uh, now yeah. they start, then it started to be two a month. And now it's like four or five a month. Every <laughs> weekend, there's a new person. Yeah. There's a new superstar. It's crazy. There's two per month, and then every weekend on top of that, there's another new person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, so I don't much. even do those matches where you can win, like, ten shards of the new edge or whatever. Like, who cares? Like, I need 2,000. An extra 10 is not going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point mm-hmm. of even doing this? Well, again, part of my uh, financial plan this month, <laughs> uh, I did get, I think, 200 short for Liv Morgan. Ooh, look at that, Liv Morgan. Oh, but yeah. I've also been like 40 shards short of Johnny Drip Drip since uh, he came out. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> good old Johnny Drip Drip. I heard he's pretty good. That's a pretty uh, sweet name. He's supposed to be yeah, really John. good. And I got whatever, because he was like the month-long character, and I got super close. If I spent money that month, I probably would have gotten him. But I just need 40 shards. And no, nothing. Yeah, we definitely need a new Baron Corbin. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, happy. Yeah, Baron Corbin is great, by the way. <laughs> he, he is. He's awesome. <laughs> he is one of their best. <laughs> but, uh, uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah next I, we'll report, I, I did not go to the wrestling last week in Springfield. Oh, yeah, I didn't think you were going. Oh. Yeah. I got to figure that's where we end up. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big disappointment there. Figured that much. <laughs> That's like Mike Dell saying he played the slots. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. I had a couple of nice payoffs this week on the slots too. You know, uh, play the cheap slots. So uh, I hit for yeah. over twenty dollars several times, but then I lost it all. Didn't you start this episode win. by saying I just need to stop playing the slots? <laughs> <laughs> well, because eventually it got to where I was just angry. All the free spins get me nothing. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Well, that's when you stop normally. Like, this is that's fucking me over. Me. I should probably stop. I get, I get angry. And I'm like, fuck you. I'll bet. I'll throw $25 <laughs> down right here. Let's go. Let's spin it. Let's go. Let's see what happens. No, no, no. The matter Hulk that. gets, the broker Hulk gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, but that reminds me of uh, Saturday Night Live. I still watch those little bits every once in a while. And uh, there was one on the YouTubes from uh, Idris Elba where he was the Impossible Hulk, where he would go into, like, a restaurant or something, and he'd get in an argument with someone, and he would get real angry, and he'd turn into, like, an angry white lady played by uh, Cicely Strong and, like, a Karen, you know? So I thought, uh, he'd start yelling at people. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff in that Saturday Night Live. Nice. They did a... Uh, they did a parody of uh, uh, Bambi, like they're making a new Bambi movie, but Rock was Bambi, and it was like a really violent yeah. Bambi, <laughs> live action that, Bambi. Yeah, I think I funny. did see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Rock. He was always great. That, that Black Widow parody they did about Marvel making a Black Widow movie, like years before they actually made one, where it's like actually a romantic comedy kind of deal, and she's falling in love with <laughs> yeah. Ultron. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, every once in a while you find something good. So, uh, 
was pretty much uh, WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we're done here. Next week, uh, I guess Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers on Tubi. You want to watch that? Uh, maybe mm-hmm. Dr. Jerry. I, I don't know. I haven't heard back from her yet. Uh, if not, we'll record something and put it up somewhere. I don't know. Uh, then we'll talk wrestling. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure monkeys at some point as well. But <laughs> you got to talk still... monkeys. There's always monkey news. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That was my favorite bit on that Ricky Gervais podcast. Tuffy, I'm sure you yeah, listen to that Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Monkey news, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've listened to those, like, possibly hundreds of times each. <laughs> I, just that that. I, went to bed, so. <laughs> I just watched the animated versions on HBO or whatever they had, but they, every segment, Jank, they had a segment, Monkey News, and they would tell you a story about a monkey <laughs> doing something. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. That sounds pretty good. Uh, all right. So thank you, Tuffy. Thank you, Jank. And uh, until next week, remember, Monchichi means happiness. We're going to run with that for a little bit. Monchichi. Monchichi, Monchichi.